What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Incompetent Sports Report, baby. And today, we've got a terrific guest. He's been on the show before. Still the longest-running episode so far. Can't promise that we'll go that long today, but you never know where the road will take us. We've got Rip Gordon in the house. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing fine yourself. I'm happy to be here, brother. I appreciate you asking me to come back again. Of course, of course. It's always a good time. I wish, uh, sometimes I wish I was still working at Sunbelt so we could hang out more often, man. Me yeah. too, man. Me too. Yeah. Uh, myself and Robbie, we talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back in the golden years. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, Rip Gordon is an outside sales rep for Sunbelt Rentals Climate Control Division. And you've been doing that for... Oh, wow. I actually... Um, what, four years, five years? Now? Yeah, well, longer than that. I, I've been with the company yeah, 11, yeah, 12 yeah. years, right. but I got into climate control. I did it for five years. I left there and went to the power HVAC side for a year, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. I'm back over in climate control. So, yeah, I've been around, so... Yeah, man. And um, has your territory changed at all, or is it still <laughs> all the way out in Roanoke? No, actually... Um, Two years ago, uh, they kind of reconfigured the territory because based off the numbers that I was getting out of there, mm-hmm. it justified putting a greenfield, which is like a new startup store. Uh, so okay. they were like, hey, gotcha. you know, you're doing, you know, X amount of dollars out here. Mm-hmm. So that means we can put a store. Bad news is it's cutting my territory. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, you know, they were like, yeah, so okay. you're just going to have to uh, dig in the territory you have left and uh make something happen yeah know? yeah okay but it's been it's been going good because you know they're popping these microsoft plants everywhere so i still have south hill where they have like two microsoft plants in the process of being built now wow okay yeah, so very uh, exciting yeah so i can't complain yeah man and then um you got the uh the facebook or one of the Facebook headquarters out in Stanton. Yes, yes. Yep, yep. They, uh, they're actually going to start building six over there. Yeah, because it oh. actually it was Good God. when you were there, yeah. it was buildings one, two, and three. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then they decide, okay, you know what? Let's do uh, four and five. So they mm. jumped across the street from where that one was located. And built the same exact replica of what they already had, the you know, prior. Ah, okay. So it's another H building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they bought a more territory and they were like, uh, they could do a building six. So that's supposed to get started here probably in the next couple of months or so. They've been clearing off and whatnot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see. And then, as you know, they had the big project coming over there in Meadowville, Lego. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I heard about that. Yes, a billion dollars. You're all over that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. I've been there. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm ready for it. Dude. So that's going to be that's a awesome, nice man. project. Yeah, so. That's huge. Some good things coming. Good things coming. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, for you guys not familiar, Sunbelt Rentals is a construction equipment rental company. And um, I was there for five years in total. And, um, yep. I was a, a yard dog, they called me. That's yeah. when I first met Rip. He was a truck driver, and he took me under his wing. Yeah. Definitely one of the, the best people I met there, for sure. Oh, likewise. Yep. Yep. Jake was my sidekick. I <laughs> love seeing him come dragging out there. Uh, 
He had, <laughs> he had one speed. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't fast. I can wasn't tell you in that. a rush for anything. No. But he got the job done. Yeah. And I guess, you know, hey, being safe, that's all that counts. Oh, God. So, that is all they preach now. Oh, man. That was one real yeah. caveat that I was like, man, this. I mean, I get it. Like, I feel like every. Um, construction corporation is going in that avenue. Oh, absolutely. Preach safety first. Absolutely. You got to wear your high vis vest, <laughs> yes. your helmet, your glasses. You can't do anything without You it. can't do yeah. anything. And now, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, from the time since you've been there, it's amped up 20 times. I knew it was going that way. I knew it. So, I mean, it's to the point now. We have. I'm serious, man. We have. Mandatory safety meetings every Monday now. Every Monday. Every yep. every Monday we have mandatory safety meetings. Right. Um, every day they want you to do what they call flex and stretch if you're in the I office. Remember that. You remember that? So <laughs> now they, I mean, they're really on it, man. You must do flex and stretch. You have to document that stuff. And oh, now the take 10 cards. Oh, yes. I remember uh, those. It's a must. You got to do it every day. I mean, they uh, even want the uh, 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 outside sales reps, you know, do take 10 cards. And, yeah, I bet. Uh, prov- uh, they have everything, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I get it. Like you say, I get it because at the end of the day, they want you to go home the way you left home. That's true. In one piece. That is number one priority. Another Absolutely. priority, though, is they want all steps to be taken to where they're not responsible for any kind of workman's comp because you didn't follow the correct protocol. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I always thought about that, but um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, the role that you had, the ERS role, uh-huh. um, I will tell you this when we had the prior manager that you mm-hmm. worked for. Uh, right, right. The role wasn't, uh, was, how should I say? He didn't have you doing the role like you should have been. He kind of had you doing what you should have been doing in his stuff. Yeah, you a little know? bit of everything. Yeah. So yeah. now I can honestly say that ERS role, man, I mean, if you still there, you would love it, man. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, we, uh, well, they hired. A uh, young lady to do it. Oh, She's cool. real good. She has her own office. She has a desk with two screens. And, you know, she focuses on certain things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Instead of you answering the manager's emails and all that stuff. Oh, I remember doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I know it's a little off subject, guys, but I remember one day we were sitting in a, uh, a, man, <laughs> a meeting one day. And we would have meetings every Monday morning. Yep, yep. And the manager we had at the time, uh, he was just, he was, he, you know, we, I'll just leave it at that. But, uh, he was green. He was green. <laughs> he <Yeah>. was, <laughs> but he wouldn't take advice from anybody. True. true. You yep. know, myself and my counterpart, Robbie, you know, we tried to tell him, hey, man, you know, I had been doing it for a couple of years. Robbie had been doing it a couple of years longer than me. So we were like, hey, if you need any help, blah, blah. He looked at both of us and was like, uh, I'm the manager. Uh, you guys are the sales reps, so I don't think I'll be needing your help. But I was like, okay. Oh, yep. And it, it ended oh. up costing him his job. But <laughs> we were sitting in that meeting one one morning, and uh, he was just delegating all of his work to Jake. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> because if Jake is doing all of his work, then what is he doing? Yep. And I'll never forget, 
he said something to Jake that morning. <laughs> and Jake kind of flipped it on him and said, uh, let's talk about a raise. <laughs> yes. Yes. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And they caught him off guard. And he was like, ah, ah, ah. And he just couldn't say anything. He was lost for words. And Jake was like, no. And if you guys know Jake, Jake is laid back, calm, cool, collected. And I mean, to ruffle his feathers, it takes a lot. So let you know his feathers were ruffled that morning. And he had good reason for them to be ruffled because the stuff he was doing was just uh, too much. It It was too much. This guy was basically getting over on Jake. He had Jake doing everything. From A to Z. And then Jake told him in that meeting, Jake said, well, let me ask you something. <laughs> what do you do all day? Because I do all your work for you. And the only thing he could say is, uh, oh, we'll talk about this later, Jake. We'll yeah. talk about this later. Because Jake had him. Had him. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, he couldn't escape. And Jake exposed him in front of everybody. But I mean, he would. I, I don't have a family, so I guess I can't say but so much. But he would always use his kids as a scapegoat of, oh, I got to leave early to go pick them up. I got to go to martial arts. I got to go this, this. Exactly. And, and come to find out, here's the thing with that. And what happened was, <laughs> he, like Jake said, he would use that all the time. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. Yeah. But come to find out, his wife was at home working from home all the time. <laughs> and she was doing this stuff. You know? Oh man! Yeah. So, yeah. No, that was the most animosity I've had towards uh, an employee or a coworker. Yeah, yeah. But I, the sad thing is, you weren't the only one. I know. I know. You know, and it's sad to say. And I tried to talk to the guy, and I was like, "Look, man, at the rate you're going, uh, your job is not looking good because you're just doing too much." I mean, he just did some crazy stuff. Yeah. And needless to say, it cost him his job, and. uh I'll never forget he called me one day. He he was still calling me up until probably maybe about four or five months ago. Really? Yeah. He called me and he said, Hey, you know what? You're right. I should have listened to you. You know, you told me this and told me wow. that. And, yeah. and it's almost to the point he blackballed himself because he tried to find another position within Sunbelt because they told him, Hey, we're going to take this position from you. Mm, so okay. either you find another job or another position in Sunbelt. But mm. he had been so nasty to other divisions when people oh, would call yeah. him. You know how he would do. Oh, yeah. And I used to tell him, I said, man, you burn your bridges. And I'll never forget, he told me, he said, F them bridges. <laughs> so when he couldn't get another position in Sunbelt, because everybody was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. First thing he said to me was like, I should have listened to you about those bridges. <laughs> I said, man, those bridges are gone. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, he's doing all right. And good, good. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And sometimes you go through things, and I, I really feel he learned his lesson. I'm, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Yeah, yep. he's he's a humble person now because, like I said, the last few times I talked to him, he's real humble now. Good, good. Yeah, because, you know, he was a little, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but. The guy was a bit much. Yeah, he was just stubborn and thought that he knew how to do everything, even though he was very green at the position. Yes, yes, but yes. You guys know how those old wives' tales go about talking about your coworkers <laughs> and stuff back in the day. So we'll save that for another time. <clears throat> um, so this is a sports podcast. Let's jump into it, man. The NBA playoffs are hot right now. Yeah. Um. Now, if I can remember, Rip, 
Are you a Lakers fan? All the way, baby. That's what I thought. That's All what I remember. Way. Yep. So last night they put a molly whopping on Memphis and closed out that series, man. Yes, they did. Um, the thing is, man, with the Lakers, and I'll tell anybody this, we had some missing pieces, mm-hmm. and we had some trades during the season, and we picked up some good players and key positions, um, shooters. Now, what hurt us in the past was Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. You're just too big to be hurt all the time. Dude, my roommate says the same thing all the time. You know? Yep. It's not even about the money. You're just too big. You need to be handling down low. Yep. I agree. Because my belief in basketball, you work your way from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So if you start dominating in that paint, then everybody's going to collapse to that player who's dominating in the paint, leaving the outside game open. Yep, yep. That's how you work it. Right. But when you have a man of his size wanting to play outside all the time, shooting, and I'm not taking anything away from him. He has outside game. But let's focus on your inside game first and then work your way out. But let's focus on being healthy. So obviously something is not uh, being done properly in the offseason with his uh, training or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you should not be hurt all the damn time. Exactly. Yep. But now he's there. We're looking good. Another player, LeBron. I get it. You know, he has Captain LeBron. You know, he he's the man. He has to be the face. You know, he, got, he has to save the team. That, you know, he yeah. tries to do too much. He does. He does. So what he has done... You know, he's reeled it back a little bit. And he's understanding, okay, now I have some people around me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a team sport. Let's get everybody involved. Now, what he needs to focus on, I don't need him taking threes. Because if you look, when LeBron takes a massive number of threes, mm-hmm. we don't win. Ah, okay. Yep. When yep. LeBron plays his game as being a bully and drive to the hole. Oh, yeah. We're winning, buddy. Yep. We're winning. Force force to be reckoned with. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So as long as these guys, Anthony Davis stays healthy, mm-hmm. LeBron plays his role. I'm telling you, man, I really, really feel good about us this year. Yeah, to be honest, I was shocked that the Lakers turned it around and made the playoffs because it wasn't looking good. No, um, no, no, no. No, it wasn't. And like I said, we had to pick up a couple of key players, you know, and that helped out. But, and I will tell you this, Jake, uh, a lot of people were like, no, you know, they, uh, I talked to some other fans from the Lakers, like my youngest son, he's a big Lakers fan. Uh He rather faced the Kings Mm. than the Warriors. And I get it. I know the Warriors have shooters. Right. But if you look at the overall big picture, when it comes down to it, we kind of split with the Warriors. Not with the Warriors, I'm sorry, with the Kings. Mm-hmm. If you look at the regular season, we kind of split with them. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warriors, we own them. Yeah. We yeah. own them. Yep, yep. So I'd rather face the Warriors. And I'm I, I the Suns, they scared me. Yeah, with Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's no joke. That guy. You know, 
And people were talking about, oh, you know, I don't know if Kevin Durant's going to finish. Man, what are you talking about? The guy's a baller, you know? Yeah, he's probably Giannis, KD, LeBron. Those are your top three players in the game right now. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And he has two guards that he can play with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can tell you right now, I'm definitely pulling for the Nuggets. I want them to win. Mm -hmm. Because, and I'm not trying to look too far into the future. Sure. But I'd rather face the Warriors and then the Nuggets. Okay. Okay. I see the blueprint. (laughs) Yes. That's what I want. Because- if 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 it aligns like that, then we're good. We're good. I really do feel like we're good because we can handle them. The Suns, man, they just they scare me, man. You know, everybody is like the Nuggets. Nah, I'm scared of the Suns, man. Yeah, Denver, um, great offensive team. Yeah, you know they got Jokic, Jamal Murray. They've got studs over there. They do, but defensively, not uh-uh. the greatest. So they've just got to outscore their opponent, essentially. Exactly. Yep, yep. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, when it comes to using the bigger, uh, like you said, down low guy, Anthony Davis and LeBron, they could give Jokic a, a problem. I oh, think. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Big time, mm-hmm. big time. And to the point where he doesn't know who to guard. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, as far as our coach for the Lakers, you know, sometimes – you know, he'll try to switch it up. Like if we get in a situation where we are down, he'll switch up the whole lineup and just go strictly defense. You know what I mean? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not good. You know, he'll try to stop a run. Sometimes that's not good to try to go all defense. You know, Because now – Half-court press. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. And then you put most of your best defensive players in the game, but you have no scores. True, true, true. You yep, know what yep. I mean? You got to mm-hmm. have that fine balance. Yeah, yeah. You got to have two-way players. Yeah, and what he does, he looks at the bench. Okay, he's a defensive player. He's a defensive player. Mm-hmm. He's a de- he puts them all in. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you stop the other team from scoring. Who's going to do the scoring for you? Right, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. You got to balance that thing out. If he tweaks that a little more, I'm telling you, man, we Lakers, we we on our way to be being on top again. I'm telling you, I feel it. I feel it, man. I feel it. Yeah, I mean, after last night. Y'all destroyed Memphis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were touring with them. That was was not close last night. Not at all. Not Um, at all. Yeah, I mean, you've got um, (coughs) excuse me, Austin Reeves. That guy is coming out of nowhere all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. He's looking like Larry Bird with his behind-the-back passes and some crazy stuff he's pulling off. And then you've got Schroeder. He's a solid defensive player. Um, Russell. New point guard that came over. He's still kind of getting his bearings underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 But he's always a stud. Um, So, yeah, we've got um, the Kings and the Warriors. They're going to game seven. So, yeah, whoever is the winner, like you said, is y'all's next opponent. Um, Yeah, people had counted the the Warriors out. You really can't count those guys out, No, no. As long as Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are playing, I mean, you can't count them. <laughs> you can't out. count them out, man, no. because no. everybody's like, oh, they, yeah, they, they are done. That's, that's no, no, nah, nah, I don't think so. No, and they still got other great players as well. Jordan Poole, yeah, Andrew Wiggins, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, and, and then Draymond. He's still one of the best defensive players in the league. And I'm glad you brought him up. 
Okay. As I said before for the Lakers, Davis, LeBron, you know, you are, uh, you're, you have roles that you need to play. Mm-hmm. Green, at one time in the beginning, Green was a hell of a three-point shooter. Back in like 2016, when they were on fire, when they were on fire, he could shoot those threes. All of them could shoot. All of them. (laughs) He was not only could he play defense, he had the offense. You know, you couldn't just focus on Clay. Yeah. You know, you you couldn't focus on them. So now he's kind of declined in the in the in the three point game. Right. You know, but he knows his role. He does. He does. He plays defense. He plays it well. <laughs> Very well. And he rebounds. He does. He does. He also fouls a lot. and <laughs> That's what you need. He understands his role. Or technical fouls, I should say. <laughs> he, he understands his role. <laughs> he, know, he knows that he's not a scoring threat. Yeah. So he has to be a threat somewhere else. He's going to push the boundary. <laughs> he's going to push the boundary. Yeah. So, hey, you know what? We don't have a Dennis Rodman anymore. I was just about to say he's so, like Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he's the new Dennis Rodman. He is. He is. You're right. You're right. And he has no problem with it. No, he embraces it. Embraces yeah. it. <laughs> That's why this going to Game Seven. And it looks like Steve Kerr doesn't care either. No, because <laughs> he wants to win. He comes from a a a, a uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? A dynasty. Yeah, Kerr came from a dynasty. True. True. Look at yeah. that team they had. Yeah, yeah, studs, studs. Yep, yep. <laughs> All the way, th- you could pull anybody off that bench. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're taking over, man. I I remember when the Lakers played them championship that year. We well, played the Bulls. Uh this was back in whew, man. This was many moons ago. Back in late nineties. Yeah, it mm-hmm. might have been. I won't say the late nineties. I would say it might have been early. 89.9. Okay. Around in that period. Gotcha. Because um, I actually was in Europe. I was in Germany when I was in the ah, military. There you go. That's right. Yep. And I was so frustrated. I was mad because mm-hmm. a coworker of mine was a Bulls fan. Oh, yes. <laughs> but my thing is, man, you know, all during that time, you never heard of a Bulls fan. And then once Jordan on, once they start winning, yeah. oh, Bulls fans coming, coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. So I'm looking at him like, really, dude? <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, okay. But bandwagon. Man, you just couldn't guard those guys. I mean, and and with them back then, they would pick up key players. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Belichick with New England. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Sure. But that's how the Bulls were. They would get key players. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't necessarily sign you to a multi-million dollar contract. They would bring you on for a year. Might bring you on for two years. Uh, okay. But they did it long enough to keep their dynasty going. Right, right. They, yeah. It was plug and play. I see. Okay, this guy, he's, mm, you know what, who's out here? Oh, you know what? He can fill this position. Let's bring him in. That's why they was always winning, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, just look at it. I mean, shit. Tony Kuko. I mean, man, they had everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Everybody. And then, you know, Jordan. He's of course. Two players in one. Yeah. So that don't even that ain't fair. Yeah. So anything he throws up, it was just go in, man. I just, dude, I was so livid. So <clears throat> uh we were looking at the stats. Michael Jordan was not a great three point shooter. No. But he would just take over. He and would take a game over. Dunk on people. <laughs> 
it was a mental thing. And shoot mid-range. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. His game, people think Michael Jordan, oh, you know, they automatically think, oh, he must have been a great three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. No, he was not. Right. He's a mid-range, inside. I mean, he was just, he would take over. And he could just, like, levitate and jump over people. I'm glad you brought that up. Ja Morant is the closest thing I've seen to Michael Jordan's um, jumping he, capability. He is. Yeah. But if you look back in history, people probably wondering, you know, how did Michael Jordan learn that to to elevate like that? Mm-hmm. You know who got with him and worked with him on that? Yeah. Just take just just take a guess. Is that a basketball player? Yes, and okay. he was a Lakers. James Worthy. Okay, I was going to say Magic, but it yeah, was Worthy. Yeah. Worthy. You no, know, they went college together. Right, right. That's right. Worthy saw his potential. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm gonna work with you. Yeah, and Worthy showed him, you know the proper way to jump and get that extra glide. Because if you look at where, where there was a big dude. Right. You know, he didn't have that finesse like Jordan. Yep. But he could jump and glide. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, So where they kind of worked with him on that and he elevated it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So it took a great Laker player to help him out. <laughs> Always reverts back to the Lakers. <laughs> absolutely, man. Showtime. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> James Worthy was a beast, man. I will say, um, I've been playing a lot of 2K lately, and when I use classic teams, I love using Shaq and Kobe, man. I mean, they are just unstoppable. Man, <laughs> those guys, man, it just hurts me to my heart because of the disruption that they had in the organization yeah. to cause that 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 breakup. Yeah. Because if Kobe and Shaq didn't have that disagreement during that time, right? Shaq would have stayed. Yeah. And we would have got two more rings. I think so. Yeah. We would have got two more rings. Right. But, you know, it's a lot of hearsay and all that, but a lot of that stuff kind of well, you know. Of course, Kobe wanted to be the man. You know what I mean? Yep. He 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 wanted to carry the team or whatever. Yep. And I get that because he was a young buck at the time. I right. get it. He wanted to put the team on his back. Yep. But when you got other players around you that great, you know what I mean? The his, best big man big of all man, time. You need to utilize him. <laughs> yeah, dude. Who's going to stop him? Nobody. Nobody. They changed the game. Or he changed the game. He changed the game. And like I said, inside out. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And 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 I'm not taking any God rest his soul, I'm not taking anything from Kobe, one of the greatest players. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. And the guy was very, very intelligent and he knew the game. But at that young age, you know, and I say this a lot too, by not going to college to really get that experience. True. Yeah, it's a good and point. And you coming right into the pros, you you really don't get that uh that experience of, of real teamwork and everybody's yep. role and position. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I really think if he had went to college and then came to the Lakers and was there with Shaq, then mm-hmm. he would have had the understanding. Yeah. No, okay, you're right. I got this big man. Can't nobody stop him. Yep. Keep feeding him the ball. I'm going to keep feeding him, feeding him. Once their defense collapse on him, Shaq will throw it back out to me. Yep. Ain't nobody guarding me because they down there on Shaq, doubling right. them, tripling exactly. them. Exactly, exactly. You know, and I think, you know, 
eventually he did understand that later in in the game um yeah yeah in the latter half in the latter half mm-hmm. he understood mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and they start getting along and then other things happen outside of basketball and whatnot and that's when all those little arguments and stuff started with them and stuff but i am glad to say that they did reconcile their friendship um it it seems to a point they did but you could tell when Shaq did that morning speech on tnt with his guys chuck and all them and he started crying you could tell that he wished that he reached out to Kobe more often, and now he doesn't have the opportunity. And now he doesn't have the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. even though they reconcile, it wasn't like it used to be. Right. And they only reconciled to the point where they were – they got back on speaking terms, but not to the point they where they, tight. they yeah. weren't They were tight. Yeah, and yeah. like you said, he uh, he was regretting it. You know, yeah. dang, I should have, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's life, you know. That's why a lot of times people say, hey, you know – you have people when they leave the house, they always tell the significant other or the child or whoever, "Hey, I love you, man," or whatever, because you never know. You're right. You never know. Tomorrow point, is never promised. Never promised. Hell, the rest of the day ain't promised. You know. Oh, they used to yeah. say, "Tomorrow's not promised, man. Today ain't promised." <laughs> That's the way I look at it. The way things going now, but yep, yep, yeah, man. But I, I really think um, if Shaq hadn't left, and they could have got that stuff straight. Um, yeah, we we probably had two more rings than us. I think so too, man. Yeah, God. other teams had to just start trading and drafting for big guys because they were gonna foul out from just beating the shit out of Shaq, Shaq. and it wasn't facing him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, "Yeah." And I wish that the league was played like that. It's so soft now. That, I mean, you can't barely touch someone's wrist. You better not even go like this. Yeah, if you hand yeah. check now. I, know, man. I hate it. I hate, hate it, it, man. I can't stand Back in it. the day, dude, Shaq would be oh, elbowing people. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> I mean, he would just lower the shoulder yeah. and just, and it got to the point where the referee was like, oh, hell, I got to call this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, did it about 12 times. It's blatant at this yes, point. Yes, <laughs> yeah. At this point, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they had to call it, but. Yeah. And then after he shattered the backboard, that, that was it. <laughs> I'll tell you. A lot of people, and you know, I don't think you remember. It was probably it was for your time. Yeah, they used to call him Chocolate Thunder. Jack? No, oh, no. somebody else. Dominique. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm um, Chocolate Thunder. Um, what is his name? Now I can't remember his name. He played for Seventy Sixers. Look him up. Look him up. Uh, I had his name on the tip of my tongue. Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins. Chocolate Thunder. Yep. You want to know why? Why? <laughs> the backboards. Ah, okay. He was the first one. That's why they call him Chocolate Thunder. Really? Was shattering them. So that's when they started coming with the Oh, okay. I the, thought Shaq the was the first away. one. No. Okay. Interesting. He was the first one, and he actually did it by accident. Yeah? He went up, and he just, when you get time, look at some video footage of him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he would go up and he was a he was like a Charles Barkley, right? Yeah. He would go up and he was like, bam. And one game he just was like, bam, and the backboard said, Hush. and everybody was like, whoa. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, it got to the point. He was like, Oh, I can do that. He <laughs> started not, doing it all the time. You're not supposed to, but <laughs> you're not supposed to. But he got to the point, he was like, Hush. Hush. so he's like, you know what? Yeah. Look, 
You're not going to keep shattering. Yeah, we, we got to change the regulations. Gotta, yeah. But then that's when they came away with the breakaway rims. Got it. So they could bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, see, back then they were, you know, just bolted right to the glass. Right, yeah, no flex at no all. No flexibility mm-hmm. at all. So, mm-hmm. oh, uh, Chocolate Thunder was just tearing them up. Yeah, so <laughs> he yeah. was initially first one that really started shattering the backboards. Didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Very good. So let's flip it over to the Eastern Conference. I am absolutely shocked. I'm sure everybody is that the Heat took down the number <laughs> one seed, the Milwaukee Bucks. It is safe to say that Jimmy oh. Butler in the playoffs might be the most clutch playoff player in this generation. Oh, hands down. Uh, as I mentioned, my youngest son is a Lakers fan, uh-huh. but he's – Big into sports such as yourself would not. And uh, we talk every day. Hell yeah. And he called me and he said, you know, he could take this. And I said, what? He said, yeah. He said, well, Giannis really don't have any help like talking about it. So then when Giannis got hurt that one game, Mm -hmm. he said, yeah, it's over. He said, I'm telling you, Dad. He said, because Butler game has elevated. He said, he is just taking over. He's undeniable. They can't score what? It was what fifty some points in one of the games. So fifty one. Yep. Yep. So I mean, he plays almost the entire game. Like he doesn't come out. And I'm gonna tell you right now for the Eastern Conference, so many teams are so relieved that the Bucks are gone. Of course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wanted to face them. No, I had them probably winning the whole thing. You would think. I'm gonna be honest with you. I this I was like no I didn't see them I did call it that one year that they would win it uh-huh. but uh, this year no. coming out of the Eastern Conference I'm gonna tell you right now it's gonna be between where I'm looking at and then the Knicks are playing good ball yes they are they're yeah. playing good ball they're super I'm under- like where y'all been they're underrated yeah, yeah, yeah. they're very underrated mm-hmm. you know they're not like the Knicks of old no no but they're getting there. Hell yeah. So the GM, he's been making some 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 good moves mm-hmm. because they have not been this good in a long no, time. No, but they still got work to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, that's gonna be a good matchup. Heat in the next. <laughs> it's gonna be a good matchup. It's gonna be a good matchup. But I'm telling you, <sighs> coming out of the the Eastern Conference, it's going to be this between the Seventy Sixers and the Celtics. So yeah, they play next. Yeah, um, it, it, it's that's who's going to represent the Eastern Conference. I'm telling you, I, I see, I see. What you're yeah. Saying. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because yeah. both of those teams, man, um, they've been good. <laughs> wow. I mean, they got Embiid, who's more than likely going to get MVP for the season. Oh, that, that hands on, down, on fire. He's on fire right now at the right time. Yep, yep. If the Celtics can. Somehow, not they're not going to stop him, but if they can somehow can contain him, mm-hmm. oh, they got it right. But <sighs> yeah, the Celtics, um, Atlanta made it a little interesting. You know, it wasn't a clean sweep, but it um, wasn't. Jason Tatum is the real deal, <clears throat> dude. Uh, that dude can score anytime he wants. It seems like that guy. Look at his height. You know, yeah, very tall, very tall inside, yeah. outside game. He's mm-hmm. pure, mm-hmm. you know, 
um, when you have somebody of that caliber, man, I mean, the that kid can play any position, first of all. Yeah. You know? Yep. And it's hard for other guards to guard him at that size. Yeah, because he's taller. Because yeah, he's yeah. taller, he's bigger. It was almost like, rewind it back in the day with Magic, 6'8", yeah, point guard. Giant. <laughs> Other yeah. teams like, damn. Yeah, what are you going to do with this? What am I going to do with this guy? I'm going to foul out. Or <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. going to kill me. You know, right. what am I going to do with this? And you're looking up to him and you just wearing you down. And the same thing with him. You know, uh, I and I ain't, I'm not going to lie. I like the Celtics. I like the Celtics over the 76ers because I think the Celtics, to me personally, is my opinion, I think they have a little more talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, they both been here before. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. I really do think uh, the Celtics will take the 76ers. Okay. Um, Jim Butler, he's been he's been on fire. Yep, yep. No, I I think the Heat are going to beat the Knicks. You think so? I think so. I think so. I think Jimmy's <laughs> on fire right now. I think um, Bam Adebayo, I think he steps up. He does. He does. Yeah, his mid-range game has gotten a lot better. It has elevated. Yep, yep, in the playoffs here. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the Knicks with Julius Randle, Brunson, he's a great point guard. It's not – it could go to game seven. It could. I'm telling you it's going to go to game seven. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Calling it now. Yeah, I'm calling it. It's going to game seven. (laughs) And the Knicks, man. Yeah, yeah. No, they're legit. Um, you, you can't sleep on them for you sure. You can't sleep on them. They're the new kids on the block. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's got, been a minute for them. Right, and they've got uh, R.J. Barrett, right? Is, is he hurt right now? I'm trying. I, I'm, uh, no, check that. I, I yeah. thought he was back. But like you said, they, uh, they're the new kids on the block because they haven't been here for a while. But – uh. I think they're going to take the heat. You do? Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, R.J. Barrett is good. Yeah. yeah he's playing. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> they can take it. It's, it's probably it's most likely it's going to go to game seven. Game seven. Yeah. Um, because even though Butler took over with uh, the, you know, against the Bucks, I mean, he played his ass off. Of course. But you don't think he can do it again? Yeah, you know, I think he can. No man, dude. I after think... that year, granted it was COVID and the season was jacked up, but when they played in the bubble, he's playing like he was then. He is on fire. He is. I'm not taking anything I, away from him. I just don't know if he. I mean, anything could happen. He he could taper off, but I think he's just got momentum right now. He has momentum, man, but. I, I, he's a dog, man. He, he is. He just he takes is. over. Yeah. He is, and he does. But I just—it's <sighs> like you were talking about. I mean, that's it, a little far fetched to compare him to Michael Jordan. But Jimmy Butler's got that <clears throat> competitive switch. He can turn. He it, can turn. And he's it. like, this is my time. Give me the, but give me the fucking the ball. <laughs> exactly. But you, I'm gonna tell you why though. He really was turning on because. They were playing the Bucks. Okay. True. Okay. Yeah. So, right off bat, you got a chip on your shoulder because everybody expects you to lose. Right. 
everybody expects you to get swept in that right. in that series. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he has something to prove. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. All odds are against him. All odds against us. You know what? I'm gonna show them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show them. So of course he's going out there and he's playing his ass off against the Bucks because mm-hmm. he has something to prove to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He has a lot to show them. Hey, the Bucks ain't all that. That's what he's saying. That's why, to me, he's playing like a man on fire. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Now you get into the next, you know? I don't know, man. I think I'm going to call it. I think the Heat take him. Yep, I don't yep. think he has the same hunger that he – I don't think he'll have the same hunger that he had for the Bucks because – like when I play sports coming up, we would play teams and nobody would give us a chance or whatever, even though we were decent. Mm-hmm. Dude, I would just like it was no tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. It, you turn on that you competitive turn on edge. That com- and I mean, I mean, I would have games that I was like, where did that come from? You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Then I come up against, uh, you know, uh, another competitor, like they're going to do against the Knicks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have the same drive. I played, and I played well, but I just didn't have that same, you know what I mean? I didn't have that same get up and go. Well, and I tried. You know, I tried to, but it it was like I had nothing to prove to anybody. Okay, yeah. Now, I, I see your point, but are you talking about regular season games or are you talking about playoffs? I'm talking about because this is I, I get it. This Playoff, is prime time. This is prime time. But I just I, all right. It's a I, hot take. I, I yeah. I just, calling Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I no go. Yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, I got respect for him. He's a hell of a ball player. But I think he just had more intensity playing against the Bucks. I don't think he's going to have that same intensity playing the Knicks because. Hell, he might even be looking at the Knicks as the new kids on the block, you know. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, then again, I could be wrong because the Knicks have a better record, you know. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he could be playing like that again. Like, okay, let me prove to them that we'll take them out, even though that record was better. Yeah, I mean, the Heat are a number eight seed. They're not favored to beat anybody. So, no. so he, he could. He probably will have that underdog mentality. Against everybody. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I, I do think you're right. Um, it's either going to be the Celtics or the 76ers in the finals more than likely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with that being said, let's say – so the Celtics were there last year. Let's say mm-hmm. they do it again. They make it back. We'll – Put it in a utopia for you that the Lakers make it. <laughs> How do you see that going? Hypothetically, Lakers and Celtics in the finals. Oh, dude. I would love that. That's like <laughs> history in the making. It is. Back yeah. in the day. Best rivalry in basketball. Yes, it is. NBA. Yeah, I would yeah. love to see that. Yep. Man, how would we match up against that? I think, I, I really think, honestly, we would do well. We would do well against them. I really do because I think again. the the 
The turning point is if AD stays healthy. That's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, yeah. If AD stays healthy and he plays like he's capable of playing down low, yeah, it's a wrap. We just need him to play like, like you're talking about Jimmy Butler. Yeah. If Jimmy Butler keeps that intensity that he had against the Bucks, oh, these other teams, their hands will be full. Yeah, yeah. No walk in the park. No walk in the park. Mm-hmm. If AD plays like he's capable of playing and LeBron not shoot threes and drives to the basket. Right. Yep, yep. Celtics catch hell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because they've got Al Horford at center and Robert Williams, I think mm-hmm. his name is. I mean, those are – I mean, Al is old. Yes. So I don't know if he's going to do a terrific job. I can't believe he's AD. still playing. I mean, close yeah. to him, but yeah. – I thought he'd be commentating by now. Uh, yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, so Robert Williams and then Grant Williams, I think, is the other guy. Yeah. Those are probably the only two that can really hang with AD or LeBron. Other than that, other I don't know. That. I don't know who's guarding them. Yeah. And they don't either. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I say <laughs> if this thing can line up like I wanted to, because I, I, like I said, man, I just. Even though the Suns are four seed, right? True. Yep. Yep. They are a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. I do not want to see them. I yep. don't. Yep. Yep. No, nah, that could most definitely happen. <laughs> Give me the Nuggets all day, man. We we'll figure out how we'll get them. Right. Right. Yeah. Suns. I don't want to see them, man. I know. I know. I don't. I don't. But you know, hey. So we're looking at the playoff brackets here. Um, Lakers are already advancing, and then yeah, Nuggets and Suns. That game is tonight, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight thirty. Eight thirty. Yep, yep. And then on the East, tomorrow is the Heat and Knicks, and then May first, Seventy Sixers Celtics. Hell yeah! All right, I'm very excited. This is probably the most that I've really paid attention to NBA this year. Yep, yep. You and me both. Really? <clears throat> Excuse me. Even though I'm a Lakers fan, I watch game here and there. And then I watch other games, you know. You know, other teams in the league, I watch that games. But when you get into the playoffs, then, you know. Yeah, yeah, That's when yeah. everybody – I think everybody gets focused because there's so many damn games, you know. There is. It's almost yeah, just yeah. like baseball, you know. I know, I know. I'm a big Dodgers fan, but Lord, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, whenever they play close by, I'll try to go and see. Oh, them. cool, cool! But uh, it's so many games, man. You know, I know, I know. So with that, you you know, when it comes to basketball or baseball, a lot of people really, unless you a diehard baseball fan mm-hmm. or a diehard basketball fanatic, you know, mm-hmm. you're gonna watch all the games. But most people don't start paying attention until the playoffs. Right. Yep. Yep. Because that's when the games get good. You know. You know, they try on defense. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they play defense. Yeah. So you're going to see a good game yeah. because prior to playoffs. Yeah. No. What is defense? Right. Yeah. Everybody's just jacking up threes. Oh, yeah. let me get these stats. <laughs> let me because I want two K come out. I want my three. That's to be right, right, dude. They do care yeah. about that. So yeah. that, that's what they playing for. Yeah. So you know more. You know versus football. 
you don't have that many games, so everybody catch those games. Yeah. Every every game every that's week played, matters. Every week matters. People are watching football because you don't have that many games. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say. I was thinking. I mean, if Golden State beats the Kings and then takes on the Lakers. Do you think that if Golden State advances to the finals that they win it again, just like they did last year? Let me tell you something. (laughs) Do you think they ride that momentum? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That team is the type of team, if they get to the big show, it's a wrap. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, once they get there, yeah, it's no turning back. So do you think that it's possible – I know Steph's older, but do you think he could catch Jordan with six championships? He's already at four. He's 36, I think. He could maybe play four more years if he really wanted to. If he wanted to. The thing is, he's not going to lead the Warriors. Yeah, he's franchise for sure. He's franchise. He he that that that's him mm-hmm. all day. Will he be able to catch Jordan if he stays in the league? And the only way I can say yes, if they keep a good supporting cast around him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to keep Thompson. You can't yeah. let Clay go because at one point in time they were talking about a couple of years ago they were talking about trading Clay, and I'm like, are you crazy? Why would you do that? Yeah, no, those guys have chemistry. Yeah. Together. Well, you know his dad. You know who he played for. Remind me. Lakers, baby. So. What was his dad's name? Damn. This shows my fucking knowledge here. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to let that slide. But <laughs> anyway, that's why he's so good, because his dad was the Lakers. But make a long story short, that that guy is a beast, man. And for a long time, yeah, they call them Splash Brothers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they, to me, they never really showed Clay the love that I think he should get. You know what I mean? Granted, Steph is a beast. Yeah, show him love all day. But dang, you got another guy over here just as good that can, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's just like in the shadows. But he's fine with it. Yeah, I mean, he knows his role. He knows his role. That's the thing. And he's yeah. fine with And that's why I couldn't understand when they were talking trade at one point in time. And right, I was like, what? Right. Yeah. But I tell you, I was like, man, y'all let that joker go. Please, Lakers, try to get him. Mm-hmm. Please. Nah, he's money. Yeah. 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 He's, he's definitely one of the best shooters, maybe of all time. Um, and then I heard some talks, because I think Draymond's contract – is up for uh, renegotiation this, after this season. And you would think he's a franchise warrior as well, but we'll <coughs> I can see. tell you right now, um, that's just good depends on, like I said, he's the new Dennis Rodman. Yeah. So they're going to look at it. Okay. Do we still need a Dennis Rodman here? You know what I mean? Right. Right. If not, they probably, you know, cause you know, he is older. He's older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way he'll stay in the league, you got to look at the teams who needs a Rodman. Yeah, yeah, defensive juggernaut. Mm-hmm. So if you have a team that's missing that piece, right, that's going to be his home. Yep. 
Yeah, that's going to be his home. I don't see him, you know, would he like to stay with the Warriors? Sure. Does the Warriors want him to stay? Eh, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. they're looking at being a dynasty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they are a dynasty. They are. Yeah. yeah. And they want to keep that going. And are they going to risk that by holding on to this right. old chess piece? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to yeah. look at it. Yeah, he's doing good things for us. But, hey, can this guy come in and, you uh-huh. know, uh-huh. be a younger version? You know? Right. Right. But, like I said, if you look in the league, there is, I'm quite sure it's a team that needs that defensive juggernaut. Mm-hmm. So, they would be the ones who would snatch him up quick, you know? Yeah, yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Um, I, for, for my school program, I had to follow, um, I could pick any NBA team I wanted to, and I picked the Wizards just because they're on TV all the time. Okay. Um, okay. They are, you know, subpar, to say the least. Yeah. Porzingis, he's a beast. I'm glad that we have him. And then Bradley Beal, he's always solid. But other than that, Everybody else is hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. It's a ball game. Yeah. So I was tuning in, watching as many games as possible. Once, like, I realized they weren't making the playoffs, I kind of fell off watching them. But um, to your point earlier about watching regular season, it is tough because there's so many games. So many games. Yeah. yeah. So many games, man. You just – the thing is, you know, it's wearing tear on the body. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at like, okay, me mentally, I'm thinking, okay, you got all these games. Are you going to give 100% in each game? You know what I mean? Yeah. So some of these games, I used to be one of those uh, people who tried to watch every game when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And one day I was sitting on the couch watching the game and I'm looking at them and they were just half-ass running down the court, dribbling and. Guy threw the ball and hell, he just took a jump shot. You know, and I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah. This look like some stuff that we do in the backyard. When I catch a cramp, and I'm like, I'm just standing there waiting for that cramp to wear off. <laughs> and everybody else is still running. <laughs> so I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. So I start realizing yeah. they don't give 100% in all these games. You know, mm-hmm. they just, you know, I, you don't see basketball, real basketball. In the NBA until the playoffs. Playoffs, right. Once playoffs, everybody defense gets better. Yep. Yep. Everybody passing skills gets better. Yep. They take it more serious. It's you know obvious. I mean? It's yeah. oh, you know what? I'm playing in the NBA, you know. Yep. Yep. That's what an NBA game looks like during the playoffs. During regular season, man, them jokers. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard to to stay focused and watch something like that when you know yourself. Man, that dude ain't giving a hundred percent. Look at him going up the court. Right. Yeah. You know, his yeah. man way over there. He, you know. <laughs> yep. Come on. Jogging back. Jogging back. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nah, you're right. Yeah. So nah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and nah, I I feel the same way about baseball, and I can't even really watch baseball unless I'm there live. Like I can't. I struggle watching it on TV. Oh. Because it's so slow. But I do like the fact that they incorporated that new pitch clock rule. It speeds the game up. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually paid attention to it. I went to a uh, squirrels game here recently. Oh yeah. Yeah. And are they doing it too? Yeah. I didn't know. They that. had the clock up there. That's when I saw it, and uh, I was like, "Oh, they do." You know, even in minor league. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, 
I was with my brother, and he didn't want to point it out. And I was like, and before I even looked over there, he said, oh, they got the clock on the picture. I said, no, no, they just shooting the gun, see how fast he's He said, <laughs> he said, man, I know what the clock looks like. Said, <laughs> yeah. clock on the I was like, what? <laughs> so, you know, okay. I had no glasses. I was looking way across <laughs> that. I'm looking, and then the guy said, yeah, they do. So I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. So I guess they probably doing it in minor leagues, too, to get them groomed for when they go to the big league. You know, they already Makes used sense. to it. You Makes know? sense. So okay. I was like, oh, wow. But, you know, kind of changed the subject just for a brief moment when I went to that game. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Dude, um, they were down by two. And then all of a sudden, they, they just stopped playing ball, man, hitting home runs. I mean, they were balling. Cracking them. Next thing you know, man, got there in the eighth inning. And they let the team come back. And then uh, bottom of the eighth, they went up by one, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the starting pitcher that the Squirrels had, he was a beast. Man, he was three up, three down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was a beast. So then he started getting a little tired or whatever. So yeah, yeah. the relief pitcher came in, three up, three down. He was a beast. So now, here we are, top of the ninth. They're up by one. First pitcher. I mean, first batter, boom, three strikes, boom, get him out. Lights out. Lights out. Mm-hmm. Second batter, same thing. <laughs> Third batter. Now, if he gets this guy out, we ain't even got to go to the bottom of the ninth because the game is over. Yeah, 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 right. Two strikes. I'm like, oh, one more strike. We good. So I'm right. Man, he threw that ball, and that guy caught it, and it popped up. And the guy had not hit it to the wall whole game you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. so I don't know why the outfield was playing so deep against this guy because mm-hmm. the whole game he was just mediocre you know and they were catching gotcha so they were playing deep and I'm like what in the world <laughs> he hits this little blooper man yeah and it falls right up bam the guy running couldn't get it oh, I was no. like man that was the beginning of the demise right oh, there oh really next thing you know next guy comes up he hits a little dinger, boom. But before that happened, that guy steals the second. Guy hits a little dinger, he gets the third. <laughs> I said, this is not happening. No. This is not happening. I'm so mad. Man. Next thing you know, boom, hit it. Guy comes on in. They tie. Next thing you know, next guy comes in, they take the lead. Wow. Needless to say, no, they tie. They get him out. Goes to 10, ten innings. 10 innings. Damn. Squirrels end up, they yeah. lose it. They lost. Oh, God. Man, you're talking about frustrated. But, yeah, I didn't mean to get off subject. I just wanted to tell you that. But, yeah, but. uh, Yeah, that's a uh, minor league baseball team here in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Flying squirrels. Yep, yep. Yep. Um, So, you said that you're a Dodgers fan. So, you just love your L.A. teams, except for the Cowboys. Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) America's team. Yeah, we're going to get into that here in a second. America's team, baby. Oh, man. Gotta Um, love it. Gotta love it. So, yeah, that wraps up. NBA playoff talk and um, go yes. Lakers. There you go. Showtime. Showtime. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So, as the nation is aware, the NFL draft just commenced this past week. And I took a, at least <coughs> the top 18 I wrote down. Um, really after the commander's pick, and then I kind of stopped watching. <laughs> Absolutely, you should have. <laughs> I mean, granted, hey, I'm happy for the kid, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy so, for him, but. Washington commanders select Emmanuel Forbes, 
uh, cornerback out of Mississippi State, and um, they call him Ballhawk. That's his nickname at Mississippi State. But you did make a good point. He does seem a bit undersized. Uh, he is undersized, but <laughs> but hopefully they'll put a little weight on him. I mean, you true, true. The thing yeah. is, man, if you look, I mean, I look, look at the Cowboys. You know, we actually uh, uh, did a little trade and we picked up uh this kid named Stefan. I can't think of his name. He played with Buffalo. Buffalo had drafted him back in some years back, maybe 2012. He's probably about 30 years old. He's a cornerback. Okay. And we need that man because the Cowboys, our weakest, weakest, weakest area on defense has been our defensive backs. Yep. Secondary. Mm-hmm. Secondary. And I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But old Anthony Brain, our corner, mm-hmm. that guy, it's like he might have a game where he's on fire, but most of the time not. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like when teams line up against us, it's like the quarterback is surveying the field. Where's Anthony Brown? Where's Anthony Brown? There he is. Let me pick on him. They start going all, and next thing yeah. you know, they yeah. going his way. Yep. And I'm like, man, and, you know, like I said, I don't never want to see anybody lose a job, regardless of what type of job you have. But Dallas, I can kind of relate them to my Lakers team. Mm -hmm. We will have decent players that we would draft, but they won't um, take the time to help or, or build that player up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I I can't find the word I'm looking for, but both of my teams, they have a habit of getting a, a player who's decent in college, has great potential. It's like after one year, they're like, you know what? Mm, they'll mm-hmm. trade him away. I see. Yeah. That player will go to another team. And dominate. At, and dominate. Yeah. Would turn into a monster. And we're like, <laughs> We had him. We had him. You know, it's like we never give players time to develop. That's yep. what I'm looking for. They don't develop players well, you know, especially good players that they, they draft mm-hmm. or we get. They they don't develop them. Mm-hmm. They quick to trade them off because I guess they use the stock of, okay, this guy, you know, we drafted him. He was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the other mm-hmm. team's like, okay. They start getting these players. Next thing you know, they're shut down corners. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's frustrating because I'm like, you gave that guy one year, and now look at him. Um, what is his name? He plays for Cincinnati, cornerback. Um, I can't pronounce his name. Star when he uh, came, he came from the Cowboys, and when he was with the Cowboys, you know he was mediocre, but he needed to develop. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, I said, look, y'all need to develop this guy. And um, ah, oh, what is his name? It's on the tip of my tongue. It starts with an A. I'm gonna find it. Yes. And when you find it, you could be like, "Oh hell yeah." Um. So there's Cam Taylor Britt. Um, what is his name? He's like the top cornerback for them now. Ah, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Marvin Tell. Uh, well, let me see. Oh, I see. Um, 
Yeah, you're right. It is kind of hard to pronounce. Yes. Chidobe Awuzie? Awuzie. Yeah, Awuzie. Awuzie. There he is. Yeah, yeah. We had Awuzie. Mm. And Awuzie was mediocre. And I will put, you you have Awuzie, you got Brown. Awuzie is showing potential. Mm-hmm. Brown's showing me he can get burnt. Right. So automatically, I'm like, okay, Brown, he's gone. Woozy, mm-hmm. he's a, a shoe in. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, <laughs> they were like, uh, the "Dallas Cowboys is trading the Woozy after that year." I'm like, "What?" Dang. I said, "Oh, I wonder who we getting because we probably getting rid of Brown too." I look at the roster. They hold on. Brown start, and I'm like, well, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute." <laughs> were they not at the same games or watching <laughs> the same games I was watching? I know you have to wonder sometimes. Yes, a Woozy goes to Cincinnati. And he's like, thou Deion Sanders. Okay. Didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. He's uh, a, Awuzie is like the shutdown corner for Cincinnati. I mean, he's like number one for them. He's a beast. I'm going to keep an eye on him this season. Man, when he yeah, got yeah. hurt um, doing the playoffs and stuff, oh, they were yeah, like, yeah. man. Yeah, he's, dude, Awuzie is a monster. And I saw it. Um Another prime example. I can go back even further. We had Carr at cornerback. Mediocre. He wasn't like Anthony Brown getting burnt every Sunday, two, three, four, five times or whatever. <laughs> but you knew the kid had potential. Yeah. Okay, develop this guy. He's going to be something. Mm-hmm. We traded him after that year, traded him to the Texans. Ah. Texans gave him a $35 million a year contract. He gets over there, shut down corner. Mm, yeah. So I'm scratching my head like, <laughs> At what point in time do you guys say, hey, let's try to develop this guy? Yeah, yeah. I thought that um, rookie contracts were like three-year minimum, but I guess they can still be traded at any moment. Yeah, yeah they – yeah. Um, how does it go? Uh, definitely because, matter of fact, uh, like my son, one of his friends, he got picked up by Green Bay. Really? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. But – Next thing you know, for the what was it? I think after the first game or whatever, he got cut. They they released him. First game, damn. Yeah, after that, I mean, he didn't play. And he's a beast. He's a beast, man. He's playing for uh, like the XFL now. Oh, cool. He, yeah, he ended up going there. Yeah. What's but his he, name? Ellis. 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 What is Ellis last night? They played a Benedictine together. Okay. And Ellis played linebacker. And when I tell you, he was a monster. Yeah. Man, he was a monster linebacker. This joker was just like, and he ended up going to Penn State, man. And um, he he got he got picked up last year by Green Bay, <clears throat> and I thought it was a good pick for him. And um, next thing you know, yeah, no, it's out. it's cutthroat, man. It's cutthroat, yeah, man. It and is. I, no matter how good you are, it's always somebody who's better. But you know yep. what I mean. But yep. Still, man, and then you you kind of scratch your head because you see other players that you watched from when they were kids growing up, mm-hmm. and they're still in the league, and you're like, how? I know. <laughs> what What's going on? They've got the longevity. Yeah. Um, now, I won't call now. any names, but it's a couple of players, local players, you know, and I'm like, I've, I watched the kid from rec league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. 
And matter of fact, it's probably seven kids from rec league that I watch grow. All of them hit the league at the same time. They all made it to the league. They all made it to the league. That's that's wild. But out of all of them, I'm confused on one of them. Yeah. (laughs) Because of his speed, Uh there is none. Oh. Um, (laughs) I I just don't know, man. I just don't. Tell his day, I don't know. And he steers to the he doesn't – I think he might have touched the field one time in his career, maybe. Mm. But it's, it's baffling to me, man. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, granted, am I happy for him? Yeah, because he's representing Richmond. Of course. But at the same time, I'm like – now I'm looking back at Ellis, who played linebacker, you know, mm-hmm. who's a dog. Mm-hmm. And this guy, you know, so I – yeah, no, it's hard to really fathom how the talent scouts look at everything. Yeah, what, what the, are you looking at? The coaches make the decisions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, man, like, like I said, you know, I'm just, I, I'm just lost for words on it. Yeah. Um, you ever watch uh, Hard Knocks on oh, yeah. HBO? Yeah. When the coaches have to, you know, the cut day comes and they, yeah. they got to make their. They're un- unfortunate, you know, or conversations with the with the players that you know it's uncomfortable to have because you watch them ball out in the series, and then they're like, "Hey, like you're just this close. You just got to work on this." And it's like, "Damn, man, what else do you got to do to make a team?" <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. And like I like I said, out of all those players, I see this one, and I see why he's still in the league. Because mm-hmm. he's a damn beast. Mm-hmm. The kid broke all kinds of records at Wake Forest. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. The next kid, I see why he's in the league because he's a beast. You know, when he was at Clemson, he did his thing. You know what I mean? Right, right. <clears throat> this kid that was at Tech, this kid here, this kid. When I get to this kid, great kid, smart kid. Mm-hmm. Most athletic, not at all. Speed, not at all. I guess he's just the guy who's at the right place at the right time and is truly blessed. Yeah, yeah. And the mental uh, capability of remembering plays, and especially oh, if you're an offensive player. I dude. Mean, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. He's he's a defense player. All these guys except for one are defensive players. But okay. the mm-hmm. thing is, I know how hard it is because I remember um, when my son was playing D1, he had a book like this, Defensive Plays. Wow. Really? He showed me that book, right? That's wild for defense, yeah. And I said, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> he said, bruh. He said, I got to learn this section by this. I got to learn this section by this. I got to learn this section by this. That's I'm insane. Like, I said, good luck. I guess if you're maybe linebacker and you're making play calls or audibles or something like that. Well, see, that's but... the thing. You have the linebackers that make calls, and then he played safety. Oh, he did? He mm-hmm. played safety. Sometimes he, you know, he would play the nickel strong mm-hmm. or whatever but a lot of times they have to make calls you know true true so yeah, yeah. based on what they see you know this guy has to maybe come up or get uh uh in the flats or yeah. under and this one is over the top just coverage just coverage yeah, so yeah yep. <clears throat> and he learned it but then after he left there and he went to uh citadel to get his master's mm-hmm. he got another book he's like dang he said it's all different. What? You know? Yeah. So, How can it be that different? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. You got these coaches, they come up with all this stuff, man. And well, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I guess if you're running a, a complete different front, I mean, maybe that would be a, a huge learning. Absolutely. Curve. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, 
but he had to learn it. And, and like I said, you you have to be smart, you know, like you said, because mm-hmm. you got to learn this stuff, man. You got to know if they adjust, you got to know the call certain things. And, yep, yep. You know, and then a lot of times with, you know, he would tell me, because I could see him yelling out on the field sometimes when I go to the guy. I was like, what was He's like, dude, he won't in the right spot. I'm trying to tell him, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said, then a lot of times when we call the coverage or whatever, they don't know what they're supposed to do. Now I got to tell him what oh, he's got to, yeah, you know, that, and, you know. That ain't going to work. So I'm like, man, uh-uh. You know, <laughs> I'll be like, no. But, yeah, you know. So, you know, and he did good. But he he made some mistakes and he, you know, that he regretted. So it is what it is because – the thing is, you know, a lot of those guys that are his friends that are in the league, mm-hmm. he's like, man, I was supposed to be right there with him. I know. But here's the thing. If you had just listened to your dad, mm-hmm. you'd been there. Yeah. But you want to listen to your friends. You know, yeah. they were telling him, man, because <clears throat> he had made all conference at safety, right? Okay. So the guy had put footage together. He was like, man. Matter of fact, a guy came up to him and was like, dude, I've been watching your career or whatever. He said, and uh, he had put some footage together for him, right? Yeah. So he said, man, I'm going to put some music to it. So he did. Sure. And um, he sent it to me, and it was was tough. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, as far as him thinking about going to the league, you know, he every kid thinks about that. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, yeah. But then when you have NFL teams coming and talking to the coaches about you and asking about you and the coach pulling you in office and saying, hey, this team interested in you, this team, this team, this team. I mean, he had like seven, eight NFL teams interested in him. Yeah. Because his size, his speed, and he's a hitter. Yeah. Not only is he a ball hawk, but he's that that rare form of a defensive back who will come up like a linebacker, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, tackle and, running back oh, in the man. box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would come up and lay the wood, man. Yep. So, you know, they were looking at him. So where he made his fatal mistake – is he ended up getting an extra year because of COVID, ah. which was like a free year. Yeah. Now, right. he had already won all conference. He could have came out then. Yeah. But he's like, you know what? I'm going to play another year. So I said, hey, you don't – the coach told he said, you don't have to play another year if you don't want to, right? Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, look, your master's is – it's hard. You got all this stuff you got to do, blah, blah, blah. Yep. He said, oh, I can do it, Dad. I said, well, look, why don't you do this? You know, you already got your all conference. You got footage. You got game tape. You got people interested in you. Just call it the day mm-hmm. and go ahead and enter pro day now, this season. You know, you ain't got, yeah, I understand you got a free season to play and even build your stats even more. Mm-hmm. But your stats are good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are looking at you now. Right. Go ahead and go to pro day. Call it the day. Hmm. Yep. Ah, I'm gonna play one more year. Uh, okay. So he starts playing that year. Uh-huh. So then they were like, dang, let's try to play you at move you to corner at your size, you know. So he moved him to corner, he did good. So now, granted, he had other scouts. Oh, damn, he can play corner and safety and yeah, all that. Right. Which was a plus, right? Oh, of course. Now your schoolwork is getting harder now because you're getting your masters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now you're midway in the season. You're struggling. Mm. Dad, these classes are kicking my butt. You know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I got practice. I got I said, hey, I told you. He said, yeah. I don't think I'm going to be able to finish this season, right? I said, well, first of all, you're Gordon. We don't quit. 
Oh, hell yeah. Even if we see it's looking dark at the end of the road <laughs> and we know we can't win, we do not quit. That is not, that. Yeah, that's not in that. our blood. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care, man. I don't care what it is. Reverting back to my days of playing sports. I've been in football games and I'm looking at the clock, knowing damn well we can't win. But damn it, I ain't quitting. Yeah. I'm still yeah. out there taking heads off. Might as well. Yeah. Yes. Take your aggression out exactly. on somebody. On somebody. Because <laughs> when I get to the locker room, the helmet go catch hell. The locker go catch hell. <laughs> yep. And if the wrong person says something to me, yep. even if it's like good game, go to hell. <laughs> no, that wasn't a good game. It wasn't a good game. <laughs> but I kept telling him, I said, look, man, I already know where you're going with this. Yeah. Which you're not understanding, you're thinking if you step away now, you're just going to use your all conference and everything from the year before and do mm -hmm. pro day. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem with that. Do you think any coach in his right mind is going to allow you to do pro day if you quit on him in the team? Mm, yeah. That's a good They're point. not going to do that. Right. Because I wouldn't. Because I'm looking at it like, oh. You want me to allow you to do pro day to elevate your life, your livelihood, your career, but you couldn't stick it out for me for the rest of the season. You couldn't stick it out for your your teammates, your brothers. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? I understand classes are getting hard, mm -hmm. but you got to buckle down. Mm -hmm. This is what you signed up for. Full-time commitment. Full-time commitment. Yep. You didn't have to play that last year, but you chose to play. Mm -hmm. Well, he has some friends who are sitting at home. Watching TV. Some influences. Some influences. <laughs> As they pull on their big blunt. Uh, yep. Hey, dude. Yep. Man, you yep. know what? You're good. You can go ahead and step away. Gassing them And up. do pro, pro day. Yeah. Then he had another one. Bruh. You know what you could do? You can step away from Citadel. Get your master's. Hit ODU up. Because you graduated from there, too. And you played there. And asked him to do pro day there, right? Mm. So he's telling me all this. Yeah, Dad, I don't have to finish, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. Now, <laughs> pull that ski. Pull, because I'm about to shoot. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Pull. Bam. <laughs> ODU. Even though you have a good relationship with them, do you really think they're going to allow you to come back and potentially take the place of another player getting drafted. Right. Yep. Because yep. it's not fair to this kid. Yeah, he's been putting the work in. He's been putting the work in. Mm -hmm. And we're going to let you come back just because you used to live here? You used mm -hmm. to play here? Yeah. You are used to. You're used to be. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. not a now. Yep. yep. And that's what he's not understanding. I see. That's how kids, they don't think. So Yeah, I that say, ego starts that, getting yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. I don't care how good of a player you were here. I don't care how good of a player you are. But I am not letting you come back to my house and sit at the head of the table right? when you no longer reside here. Yep, yep. Because it's not fair to everybody else that's sitting at the table. Now, I got to tell this guy who's already at the head of the table, uh, pull up a chair and you come up on the side of the table because yeah. I'm going to let him come back to the head of the table. No, it's not fair. And I kept trying yeah. to explain to him. It's like, hey, well, you're not was, Odell Beckham. Man. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I'm like, dude. So he's like, well, so-and-so. I said, well, hey, everybody that's giving you advice – they play football, right? Yeah. Where are they right now? So he gets quiet. Sitting I said, on the couch. Exactly. <laughs> I said, Passing the blunt. Exactly. I said, so listen to me. 
I'm telling you right now, do not quit this team because if you do, your football career is over. Mm. He ain't listen to old day. Truth hurts. Yep. He goes yep. in and tells the coach, hey, coach, I'm, you know, and he told him, hey, I got this going on. I got this. I'm struggling. Blah, blah, blah. Coach said, hey, man, look, I'm sorry to hear that. And, yes, education is very important. But, man, I need you. You got to buckle down, man. You're a hell of a player. You know, you're, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. a a big part of this team, mm-hmm. defense, because we can move you to corner, free safety, nickel in the box. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah. Man, we do a lot with you, you know. Yeah. So he just told the coach. So the coach said, if that's what you got to do, then I respect you. You got to do what you got to do. But understand, at the end of the day, you're kind of walking out on your team and me. You know, right. He's like, I know, coach, but I apologize, please. Mm. Pro day's coming up. Coach reaches out, reaches out to him. Look, pro day coming up. I just want to let you know now, you're not gonna be, you know, allowed to participate in pro day because you didn't finish the season. Oof. And it was like but a, that wrecked as well. Oh, dude, we was on suicide watch. <laughs> Damn. I was like, this guy. He was like, he Moping could not believe around. it. Yeah. He couldn't. How can this coach do this to me? Right. He didn't. You did it to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that and you accept the responsibility that you did this, the coach ain't do it. Right. You did this. You made your bed, now you got to lay in it. You got to lay in it and pull the covers up, fluffy pullers, because you <laughs> got to lay in it. You know? So what does he want to do? Oh, you know what? Let me check on ODU, right? Yeah, go back to them. So he listens to his friends. So he Last reaches resort. out to him. Reaches out to him. When he reached out to him, the coaching staff and stuff that was there, had dispersed. Mm, okay. So one of his biggest fans ended up getting a job at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he reached out to him. He was like, P. Because his name Parrish, and they always call him P. He was like, mm. P. First and foremost, I would love for you to come here to mm-hmm. Pro Day. But it ain't going to happen. <laughs> he said, first of all, I'm new here. Yeah. Second of all, like I told them, do you think they're going to allow you to come here? You never played here. Right, yeah. Why do you get privileged? Why do you get privileged? Showcase your talents. And then all the all the scouts are like, who is this kid? And forget about this kid. That's not fair to that kid. Right. So when somebody else told him that, then the light bulb comes on. Mm-hmm. Oh, dad, that's what you told me about how many months ago? Oh, man. And I do every time. All three of my sons. All three of them, except for the youngest one, Chase. He's he's like an old soul. He's real wise. He actually gives his older brothers advice. But anyway, Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's crazy. But the two older ones, they always come back at the end of the day. Yeah. Dad, you was right. I said, look, how many times is it going to take for you to come back and tell me I was right? Right, yeah. You've been through all <laughs> yeah, this, Yeah, I've been through it, man. Yeah. I've done what you've done. I thought the way you thought. So why don't you take my advice? Because I've traveled that road. I'm trying to help you not go down that road. Right. You know, I'm trying to keep you on a straight and narrow path, you know. Mm -hmm. But y'all always want to veer off and take an exit. Yep. Because your friend said this, your friend said that. And I guess your friend know more than I know, you know. Mm, Yeah. So, well, he learned the hard way and and it was was kind of crushing. Yeah. And he's like, I I can't, you know, he's like so frustrated, you know, whatever. So he finally got over and then all of a sudden he gets a call. And the guy, uh, it was a coach that wanted to recruit him when he was in college. He said, hey, man, I'm coaching the XFL, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, cool. He said, you know they having trials up in Maryland. 
He yeah, said, yeah, man, yeah. I'm telling you. He said, I'm going to be coaching one of the teams. He said, but I'm telling you, man, you need to go showcase. Sure enough, he went up there. Really? Showcased. Had coaches coming up to him left and right. What's your name? What's your information? Right. Blah, blah, blah. After he did all that, <laughs> I, I, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> he gets back home. The Joker looks at me. You know what, Dad? I don't even want to play football no more. Oh, man. I'm not lying to you. Yeah. Yeah, so Coach Jones used to call. I can't think of the head, the guy who's coaching one of the teams. He used to coach with this coach. And Coach Jones called him and said, hey, man, you know, they say you have to get a uh, – a um a agent yeah and all this so they can you know give you this give you, you know yeah, your contract your contract you know you need, you need the agent you got to get an agent he never got an agent hmm. he was like you know. think you just lost the passion for it? oh yeah because yeah. he told me and i asked him i said you don't miss it huh he said uh he said you know what he said i really looked at the bigger picture he said i was thinking about the mornings that i was getting up I'm 21, 22 years old, and I'm struggling getting out of the bed. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm struggling tying my shoes because of the body aches. I know. The pain, the joints. I bet. The broken bones I done had in my hands and stuff. The surgeries I done went through. Yep. He it's had such like a violent three, sport, yes, man. It is. Yeah. And he was the one who was putting the punishment on people. Sure. Yep. But yet, he was... The repercussion of it, he was getting injured too, you know, in the long run. But yeah, man, all that beating on your body. You think you're invincible, you know, but when you're, you're not. Young, you yeah, know. when you're young. But yeah, he was like, Dad, uh, I, my body can't, I don't want it to take it no more. He yeah. said, I, I'm just, he said, I'm tired. He said, So the way I'm looking at it, that was high school, college. Can you imagine pro? He said, Nah. He said, yeah, uh, yeah. He said, I think I'm, I'm gonna just keep myself healthy and just look for Chris. That's okay. Well, good so, for him. Oh, yeah. So he sat on my couch forever, and I'm like, uh, look, you oh. got two degrees. Uh, yeah. Can you please utilize one of them <laughs> or both? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, seriously, you got your master's in yeah. Homeland Security or Cybersecurity or whatever. And he had some leads because a cousin of mine that was living in California at the time. He's uh, the attorney for um, this corporation called FireEyes, like one of the top uh, cybersecurity companies, right? Okay, cool. So he was like, yeah, man, you got to get him in here. So he's like, oh, yeah. And then my sister-in-law, she had a lot of contacts through the uh, military. Like she knows a lot of generals and stuff. So they even reached out to him and was like, hey, we'll give you a letter of recommendation. You can go to office school, uh, blah, great. blah, blah. So he was like, okay. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You ain't gonna believe this again. Can't make this shit up. <laughs> so he's back and forth between my house, and his mom's house, but he was residing at my house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a phone call from him. Uh -oh. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, what's up, Dad?" Yeah, I'm sitting here watching the show. You ever seen it? I said, "What? Chicago Fire?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I seen it." Yeah. That's what I want to do. No, really? Swear to God, I said. What? I think I want to be a firefighter. Man, run into a burning building? I said, look here, dude. It takes a special individual. Very special. Yeah. I said, look, man. I said, uh, yeah, that, that shit you see on TV, that's acting. <laughs> right. You know, those people go home for real at the end of the day. I said, uh, 
<laughs> I said, that's TV, buddy. Yeah. I said, uh, so uh, yeah. I said, that's, I said, and then granted, I, you know, I told him, I said, look, you got a couple of cousins that you can talk to who were fire marshals that are retired. They're oh, my cool. first cousins. Okay. I said, so maybe you want to talk to them for you really wanted to decide yeah, to do this, you know, yeah, to kind of, yeah. you know what? I kind of want to been doing this all my life. I, when I was a little kid, I, uh, I said, Parrish, I, I've never heard you talk about being a fire. <laughs> yeah. Never in my life, in your life. I said, so I don't know where this is coming from. But yeah, so that's what he said he wanted to do. I said, well, you know what? I don't care what you do, long as it's legal and you get paid and you get up out of my house. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You find a place of your own. <laughs> yeah, and find a place of your own. So he did all that and uh, believe it or not, he submitted his information and boom, Chesterfield Fire Department. Wow. Yeah, they were like, oh, hell yeah. That's they great. They were like, you used a D1 you know, mm-hmm. football, a D1 athlete. Oh, you got your master's in this. You got your bachelor's. Oh, yeah. Wow. You can move up the ladder fast, you know. Oh, of course. Come yeah, on. Yeah. So yeah. he got in there, man. And oh, yeah. So good for him. <clears throat> what he's struggling Shout with. Shout out to Parrish, man, if you're watching this, man. Yeah, but what he's struggling with, and I've been trying to work with him on, he has leadership potential. There you go. But he doesn't want to be a leader. You know what I mean? Okay. He's the type of kid that I was. He just wants to do what the hell he got to do. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, check out. And check out. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell him the story of Coach Webb and myself. God rest. Coach Webb, rest in peace, my man. Yeah. Coach Webb was this big mountain-looking dude, right? Yeah. Never knew it for a long time, but he worked in the medical field. Oh, okay. Very shocking to me. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. this dude was like grungy, just. And when I was in high school, I would go to football practice. And if I didn't see his pickup truck, and this is the thing, he was a volunteer coach, but he knew his shit, mm-hmm. right? Yep. He was yep. a defensive coach, defense coordinator. That's right. And um, So you guys were tight. Well, we were like oil and water because he, I played both ways, right? Oh, okay. Right, right. So... He would stay on me on both sides of the ball. Mm. All the time. He would throw footballs at me. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is up with this guy? He's pestering you. Yeah. Yeah. Rip, you're not giving me 100%. What the fuck is wrong? I'm like, dude, I just ran 80-something yards. What are you talking about? What? (laughs) (laughs) What? I just made 20 tackles out here in practice today. What? Every day, he would pull me to the side, and he would get in my face, and he would grab me. Yep. You know, you can't do that stuff nowadays. Nope. nope. But he would grab me by my face mask, my shirt, and and would be in my face. I believe it. Dude, and I and the anger was just building up in me, building up. And I was like, dude, you, you know, respect your elders, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. So after <laughs> to a degree. Yes. <laughs> so after three years of this, this is my third year, me and Coach Webb, uh-huh. just like this. And I would see that bastard coming and I'd be like, fuck. He's coming to practice today. <laughs> my da- seriously, my my whole attitude, everything would just go. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like yeah. the damn Pac Man game when you lose. Blah, blah. I mean, I was like, <laughs> man. First thing he do, he got the truck. Rip Gordon, where your ass at? Where are you? And I just look. I be like, what, Coach? What? I'm telling you right now. You better give me hundred. And I'm like, I'm looking at. 
my 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 uh, uh, teammates and they were looking at me like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, he just wanted to get under your skin yeah, every were, day. That's what they were saying. You know, I was like, dude, why does he fucking pick with me? You got all these other players out here, mm-hmm. half of them loafing, blah blah blah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So make a long story short, my senior year, dude, this is a light day. It's this is a Thursday. Yeah. Before the big game Friday night. You know how you, on Thursdays you do light practice. Right. So I'm standing there with my hands on my hip. You yeah, know? walkthroughs. Walkthrough. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, damn it, I'm walking through. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was hot as hell. <laughs> Next thing, he, he used to have a big gulp every damn day. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Man, I'm standing there. <laughs> and I'm doing a walkthrough. And all of a sudden, he says, God damn it, Rip. And when I went to turn around, this big gulp hit me. He threw it at you? He hit me with the big gulp. Oh, my God. <laughs> I lost it. I bet. I think I would have, too. I said, damn you, Coach Webb. He said, what are you going to do about it? And I just charged him. Yeah. And we locked up. And I grabbed him in, and we was just, he said, that's what I'm fucking talking about. He was just going off. Oh, yeah. Push, I push you to the breaking point. Yes, and yeah. I still didn't get it. You're not going to believe this, but many years later, and I'm glad I had the opportunity to talk to him. It was two weeks before he passed away. Uh, he had yeah. gotten real ill. And mind you, this was like the last time I had spoke to Coach Webb was like in 88. Mm-hmm. Right? So <clears throat> this was probably 2000, 2013. Mm-hmm. Around in there, I was at Patch Kenny High School game. You there know, you go. Oh, I'm a model. I'm out there. Yeah. So I'm standing there. And every time I would come to the games, you know, people, you know, knew me from my playing days where they come up, what's up, Rip? You know, blah, blah. I remember when you did this day. You know, we just talk and shoot the shit. Right, right. So I got a little crowd around me, you know, and I'm talking, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden I hear this voice Rep Gordon. Somebody say he's out here. I said, fuck, no way, ain't no uh... way in here. I'm a grown man. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Here I am, man. I'm like, it's no way that he's out here. Because I'm like, and dude, I was like. The keeper. Yes. I'm like, dude, I'm like, uh, uh, how was I? I'm 40s or whatever, right. late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, yeah. And when I heard his voice, it just was like, like a, nails on the chalkboard. I was like, uh-uh, No. So people stopped pardoning like <laughs> the, the Red Sea. Yeah, yes. yeah. So the people who were around me, they stopped pardoning like the Red Sea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All of a sudden, I see this feeble guy. Mind you, he used to be a, a mountain mm-hmm. of a man. Right, right, right. All of a sudden, I see this feeble guy in a wheelchair with an oxygen tank. Yeah. But still loud. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. His wife is pushing him. Mm. Never met his wife in my life. She looks at me and says, finally, I get to meet Rip Gordon. <laughs> so I'm looking at her like, what? Yeah. She talked said, about you every day at the dinner table. <laughs> every day he talked about me. She said, Rip, you're not going to believe this. This man still talks about you to wow. this day. Damn. So he's sitting there in the wheelchair. He said, Rip, he said, you remember that night at Holland Springs? You ran 96 yards for a touchdown. Blah, blah, blah. He said, you know. I know you like defense more than offense. He said, but I told Coach Henry. I said, Harold. He was up in the box. He said, I radioed down to him. Harold, put Rip in. Get him to run the ball. Blah, blah, blah. Harold said, Coach Webb, 
you stay on the fucking defensive side. I was running the <laughs> offside. side. Yeah. He said, and I radioed back down to him, Harold, I don't give a fuck what side I'm supposed to be on. I'm telling you, if you want to score, you put Rip in and run the fucking ball and run Damn. this play. Yep. So Coach Henry said, Rip, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I said, all right, you know. And I played offense. Mm-hmm. I was rotating in, you know. Mm-hmm. Got in there, boom, 96 yards, you know. And he said, that's why. He said, can I tell you something? I said, please do. You know what? I'm going to tell you no. You know, I'm like, damn, you sick. And I'm feeling bad. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm thinking when I locked up with your ass back when, you know, now I'm feeling bad. Like, yeah. oh, man, you know. Right, that's that. your last memory. Yeah, yeah. That's my last memory of that guy. Mm-hmm. He looked at me and he said, do you know why I rode your ass the way I did? I said, no, please tell me. Right. I said, because I never knew. I said, every day. I said, I, I, I despised you. I told him. I said, I hated seeing your truck come to practice. He said. <laughs> me sick to my stomach. Yes. Yeah. He said, because you have leadership potential. He said, you didn't realize it, but all those kids on the team looked up to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, and would piss me off every day we be in practice. Whether it was the drills, the plays, anything we did, it came to ease with you. You didn't have to try hard. Yeah. He said, these other kids, they struggle right. to try to be on your level. Right. He said, so I was trying to push you because you was doing this shit too easy. Mm-hmm. He said, if you had actually put some effort behind it, he yeah. said, you following me? Yeah, yeah. I said, I got you. I yeah. got you now. He said, yeah. He said, you were loafing. And you still were making people look crazy out there on the field. <laughs> yep. He said, you had yeah. crazy speed, power. You just had the whole package, but you didn't use your full potential. And mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to get out of you. Yep. Your full potential as a leadership and as a player. That's why I stayed on you. Mm-hmm. I said, makes sense. Now, fast forward to my son, Parrish. Same way as I was. Now, yep. I was trying to explain to us to perish. The stuff you do, you do with ease. Right. Your potential, you haven't even peaked. Mm-hmm. I said, you got so much more potential, but you're comfortable where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. these other kids, you look at them, they put an extra hour in the gym. They put an extra hour on the field practicing. Yep. Because they're trying to get to where you are. Right. But where you are, you're complacent. You're complacent because it's natural to you. Right. Yep. You're naturally athletic. And then Coach Webb told me, I'll never forget it. He said, Rip, by far, hands down, the most athletic player ever to come through Patrick Henry. Damn. He said, That's why I stay. He said, Your cousin. Wow. That's quite a praise. Oh, it was, man, because my cousin Donnie Mars, right? He was running back for Patrick Henry. He came out two years before me. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a beast? He played safety and running back. Both ways, yeah. Oh, just like I did. And mm-hmm. he was a beast. Went on to college. He was a beast. And uh, when he compared me to Donnie, it, it, to me, that was I was like, oh, wow, you know, because mm-hmm. Donnie was a beast, man. But, yeah, and he told me that. But that's the same thing with my son, and I was trying to get him to understand. Mm-hmm. So I was telling him that because he was getting frustrated when he was playing college football because coaches was coming up to him and was like, treating him like coach Webb treated me yeah he couldn't understand it because he's like dad i made this play i, yeah, why is he riding I did this why is he riding me yeah i said because you did it with ease he said what do you mean i said you're not giving it a hundred percent the shit is easy to you to do because it's like second nature to you 
Right, right. God forbid these other kids, they have to work at it. Yeah, they're being tested to their ultimate limit. Limit, right. To where Parrish I mean, is. You haven't even reached your people. Playing with his food at practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So when I explained that to him, then he was like, oh. I said, that's all you got to say? Yeah. Yeah, but I still won't be no leader. <laughs> <laughs> so guess what happened now? He's at the firehouse. Yeah. He's doing all this stuff. That's awesome. Man. And it's Good coming to, like, they go through all this physical training and everything. Oh, yeah. Yep. And he's doing it with ease. So they're like, oh, fuck. That's too easy for you. So they try to make stuff even harder for him. Mm-hmm. He's getting mad because he was like, oh, they just trying to, because I, I said, perish again. Remember when I told you about football? It's the same thing. Yep. And I said, not only that, they see a leader in you. Trying to bring it out of they you. They're trying to bring that stuff out of you, man, because you're just walking through this shit. Mm-hmm. It's a cakewalk Going through the you. motions. You know, you're going. Th- yep. That's what Coach Webb told me. He said, Rip, you was just going through the motions. motions. And yep. you still was fucking all state. You still was at, going <laughs> yep. through the motions. He said, imagine if you actually applied yep. yourself. I said, huh, I don't know what that's like. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But that, that's how Parrish is. And I try to explain to him, but. Kudos to him. He's doing good with the fire thing. No, that's a he, great story, man. He's, he's yeah. kind of understanding, okay, I see what they want on me. I'm not used to it. And like I told him, a lot of times you have to get out of your comfort zone. Of course. I I believe that to yeah. the utmost. Um, you got to get out of it. You have to. Uh, I think I've done the most personal growth over these last couple of years because, um, you know, I did get fired from Sunbelt technically. It was mutual. I mean, I was done with um, that manager. And um, I tried becoming a real estate agent. I took that test like four times and I couldn't pass it. And yeah, it hurt. But I knew deep down that that's not something that I wanted to do um, for the rest of my life as for a career. You know, it's a great um, side gig, you know. for anybody that wants to get their real estate license, go for it. Um, but it just wasn't for me. And my dad has been an agent for 20 years. So that was a little disheartening to him as well because he wanted to take me under his wing and all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but like you said, getting out of your comfort zone, my back was against the wall. I really didn't have any kind of sense of direction, no career in the horizon. But I fell in love with podcasting, doing this, listening to podcasts. I, I listen to like 10 different ones now I'm subscribed to. And I just took a leap of faith and I was like, I'm going to go back to school and get my degree and interject myself into the sports media industry. And that was completely out of my comfort zone. But that's how Absolutely. you grow. But yep. you know what? I I can see that because I, I know you mm-hmm. and I've seen you grow. And yes, Definitely out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I used to talk back in the day. I used to shoot the shit with you and just bullshit out with you. And I saw even back then you were in a place where you were just going through the motions your damn self. Yep. Yep. I had managers telling me that all the time. Yeah. You're just going through the motions. And I, I told you back then, I said, Jay, you need to apply yourself because I told you when you were out in the yard one time. I don't know if you remember, but we were having a conversation. Yep. And I told you, I said, why are you here? Why are you out here? You know? Yep. I said, why don't you try to go to the counter? Right. Why don't you do this? Because like Coach Webb, Coach Gordon, I saw (laughs) so much more potential in you, but you were going through the motions and you were okay with what you were doing. 
mm-hmm. you were just like, it is what it is. Yeah. But for me to look at you and just based off the conversations that we would have and the different subjects we would talk about when I would come to load and unload, mm-hmm. I said, this is a bright kid. Why is he wasting his fucking time out here in the sun, down here, at one speed, helping yeah. <laughs> load and unload? Yeah. I couldn't. I, I I couldn't understand. Yep. Right. Yep. So when you it came was over just the a sense control, of immaturity, yeah, it was. It, yeah. it was. But the thing is, I'm glad that you you made the changes and adjustments that you had to make because when you came to climate control again. That was not for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I talked. Robbie looked at me. Robbie said, what the fuck this guy doing? (laughs) You know, he's just straight up. He is. Yes, he is. He's just straight up and just. Straight shooter. Straight shooter. He's no chaser. He's going to give it to you. And I looked at him. I said, Robbie, I said, when he was out there on the yard, I used to tell him. He said, fucking Jake, he needs to be at a counter. Getting some training at the counter, mm-hmm. and then he needs to be a sales rep, going to sales as a sales rep or somewhere else. But over here at Climate Control, doing this or that only—that's not him. That is, even Robbie said it. So you know, we both saw the potential you had to better yourself. Yeah. But it was just it, you had to make that decision, right? To better yourself. Nobody else can do it for you. Of course. You know? Yep. But I am glad that you have found something that you are very interested in. Yep. Um, passion. Passionate about it. Yep. And, and I'm happy for you because I can see the difference. You are alive now. Yes. Yes. Back then when I knew you. <laughs> I <dude>, Mundane. <laughs> very mundane. You used to be like, like dragging around walking. And I'm like. Yeah. Now that Man. was not a challenging job at all. No. Yeah. The highlight of my day was when the drivers would show up so I could talk to you guys. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I would pull up, I see you dragging. I say, Hey, come, we have a good conversation, you know. <laughs> but and I'm like, but yeah, man, I mean, I can see the difference and it's crazy, but yeah, I'm, I'm just happy for you, man. I, I'm glad that you found something that you're passionate about because it has put a pep in your step because one speed, one speed, Jake, that's what I used to call you. One speed, Jake. Yeah. That, that just was not you, you know what I mean? So kudos to you and thank, thank God you, that you did find uh, uh, something you were passionate about and make that change. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, you know, never too late to go to college. You know, I'm 30 years old and I'm getting my bachelor's, you know. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep, yep. Nothing wrong with that at all. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Yes, sir. Um, So let's bring it back to NFL. That was a great story, by the way, about your son. Thank you. That was awesome. Um, But let's bring it back to NFL real quick and then we'll wrap it up. Um, So Dallas Cowboys select linebacker. Uh, DeMarvian Overshown from Texas. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that selection? Oh, I feel as good a about Dallas it. fan. He's a dog. I like him. Yeah. That kid is a dog. Um our linebacking core, we have a we have a good core. And we run a lot of different packages with Dan Quinn. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. He likes to do a lot of different stunts. Yep. 
So a lot of people probably look at that and say, why do y'all need another linebacker? Y'all got rid of uh, Jalen Smith. Y'all had him. Right, I remember him. He was a beast. Still mm-hmm. is. He's with the Giants. He's still a beast. Yep. They were like, why y'all get rid of him? And I was like, I don't even know why we got rid of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We should have kept him, man, because can you imagine him and Parsons? You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Two quick Athletic linebackers, come on, man. Dude, Micah Parsons can play any position. Any position, man. That's what I'm he saying. He can play safety if you want to. Dude, yeah, take somebody's yeah. head off. Yep. So they were like, man, y'all got another linebacker. Okay, yes, we did. <clears throat> Excuse me, but you got to understand. You got to look at our defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Dude has a lot of different packages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in those packages, it's a lot of blitzing, mm-hmm. a lot of stunts. A lot of stunts. You need linebackers who are or have the ability to be that agile or flexible to pull off some of these stunts. You need that speed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, of course. And then during a stunt, a nose tackle is more than likely taken on a double team. So that frees up that linebacker to make that play. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. if you look at last year's season, a lot of times – Parson, he was that linebacker who was doing the stuff, constantly putting the pressure. Doing everything, yeah. If you look at our games, you will see where he was winded. Did he want to come out? No. But he was winded, man. And one time, he actually looked to the sideline and told him, call a timeout because I got I, I to gotta catch my breath. Yeah, he yeah. was like, call a timeout. <laughs> he had to catch his breath. I get it. Yeah. So you bringing this guy on kind of helped take some of that pressure off of him mm-hmm. because now you don't have to rely on Michael Parsons all the time to do this, to I do see. that. You see, see what I'm saying? Okay. So, okay, yeah. Now defense is like, I don't know who the hell coming. Right, right. Both of them. Yeah. Parsons. You know, this guy, you know, you can switch it up. Parsons can come. He can fall off in the flat. Yeah, you can you know, cover. He can do everything. This guy can, you know, he can hit it, you know. Mm-hmm. They okay. can switch off. Mm-hmm. Or you can bring both of them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just depends on the package that we run, you know, that we run. And then <clears throat> the defensive tackle that we picked up, that's another good one because it's no secret. We couldn't stop uh, – Shit, we couldn't stop the little league Rams yeah. directly yeah. running game. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't stop a running game, man. Yeah. Granted, we got a nice defense, but we always caught hell with this run game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the pickup with the defense tackle that was great. He's not, you know, everybody think of defense tackle as a big sloppy type guy. This guy, he's big, but he ain't no sloppy guy. You know, he's yeah. athletic, you know, and we need that man and to help with that run game. Right. Um, that's the future, man. I mean, Aaron Donald's been in the league for a while, but that type of um, just uh, frame, yes. and yeah, the opposite of a big fat guy, big sloppy guy clogging the hole. One of the fastest people in the league. He's playing nose tackle, and he can swim move, rip oh. move anybody. He's getting double teamed every play. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, man. Yeah, that it, is the future of defensive linemen. And and, and that's the route we're going with the gentleman we picked up. And I think it was a good pick. And, you know, like I said, our run game, man. But um, also, and like I told you, we had made that trade for uh, – we picked up, uh, I think – Oh, the corner. The corner. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah. played for Buffalo. Stefan, I can't think of his last name. Stefan Stefan. Oh, I can't think of his last name. He, I think he has like 29 career interceptions. He's probably about 30 years old. So, Well, you're not talking about Trayvon Diggs, are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
what is it? Oh, Stephon Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah, he's yes. a beast, man. He's been around forever. Yes, I did not realize you guys got him. Yeah, we okay. we okay. we we just acquired him. Right. But we need him. Yeah. You see what That's I'm saying? That's a solid pickup. Dude. He was a beast when he was on New England. Remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Now we have that guy. We need him. Now, I would tell you right now, a lot of people, they're like, oh, Diggs, they don't want to throw his way or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Did he have a lot of picks year before last? Oh, he had a lot of them. I think this season he was kind of exposed. Trayvon? Yeah, he got hit with some big plays. He got burned on primetime. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. you got to realize this guy was a receiver. Okay. In college, he was a receiver. That's right. I forgot about that. They switched him around. Now, me personally, would I have put him at corner? Nah. I would have him at free safety. He is quite tall. Yeah, yeah. I would have him at free safety because that way he could see the field. You know, granted, he has hands. But when you put him at corner and you really watch him, those quarterbacks who are not scared to throw his way, it pays off because he really can't cover nobody. I'm, I mean, he's been exposed. He's not Hot a take. good covering. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. Do I like him? Yes, I like him. But, yeah, he's when he's in that – that man to man, if you really pay attention to it, he gauges it. If he thinks you're mediocre, mm-hmm. oh, he'll play up on you. You know, yeah, he, like yeah. he's all, you know, he'll play up on right, you. Right. And they'll catch him with a quick slam here and there, whatever. Yeah. Right. But if you're a big time receiver, that joker damn near 30 yards away from you. Yeah, he gives a great amount of cushion. And um it seems that when he gets these interceptions, it's like closing speed. Like he's coming in just exactly. out of nowhere, snagging it. Exactly. And then that could be deemed as a ball hawk. But yeah, like you're saying, if he's ten yards off the receiver and it's supposed to be man to man bump the you know, a bump and run coverage, yeah, that ain't gonna work out. Well, they exposed yeah. him this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when people start seeing that, they was like, Oh, so they kept going. Oh yeah, he ain't all that because mm-hmm. he's giving this guy so much room. We could do quick little slants. We could do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Then that's when he started getting burned deep because okay, now he's like okay, they go try me with another slant, you know. Yeah. So then he's biting. Right. So when they hit that double move, he's biting on it. By the time this guy cut in and then takes off, he's biting. Then he's tr- he don't have that yep. good recovery speed. Gotcha. He ain't gotcha. got it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, no, you're right. He he was exposed this year. Yeah, he was exposed. Um, so with that being said, the NFC East is now the NFC beast. I mean, it has taken over. I think Philly, you know, the Eagles just acquired Derrick Henry, which is insane. Then they just got that Jalen Carter guy from Georgia, Georgia. who's a monster. <laughs> Do you see? A new dynasty rivalry of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Do they, they just keep meeting each other in the Super Bowl? Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, absolutely. But here's the thing, because you know, and a lot of people don't know, but it was taught that the Cowboys was going to try to acquire Derrick Henry. Really? Yeah, because they got rid of Zeke. Yeah. They let him go. <laughs> Zeke was always one to eat. But when we fed him, (laughs) when we fed him, he couldn't take it all. You know, he was getting full. He got full quick. He got full quick. (laughs) So to me, if we had kept Zeke, 
Zeke is going to be my third down back when I need a yard or two. Because mm-hmm. that's all he was good for now. Yeah. Every now and then he break one. Right. Pollard, they have been sleeping on that kid for the last couple of years. Gosh, he's so good, man. And I'm like, first and foremost, why are you not letting this kid have more touches? Right. Not only can he just come sh- run the ball, but he can come out the backfield as a receiver. He's oh, yeah. very dangerous. Versatile. He can do it all. Yes, because what linebackers go stay with him in speed? Because you have a linebacker that's covering him in the flats. Mm-hmm. You, if he does a wheel. True. Yep. Up the sideline. Up the sideline. So, I mean, yeah. we've done it a couple of times, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you know, we can't, we couldn't do that uh, with uh, Zeke, you know? Zeke. Right. I get it. He's gotten older. He's lost a step or two. Yeah. Right. For sure. But he missed the window of opportunity, you know, and I feel bad for him because I would like to see Zeke and that crew that came in together, you know, win a ring. You know what I mean? That rookie year, man. Y'all oh, that are, rookie year. We were I just. I thought y'all were going to win it all. We should have, man. Yeah. But I think, I think we just got uh, overconfident ourselves. You know what I mean? But. Yep. You know, and the thing was, people were like, you know, the Cowboys were thinking about getting Derrick Henry. Okay. You look at Derrick Henry. He's a big dude. Now, if we get Derrick Henry, we got to pick up that contract. You know, he that's some mm-hmm. money. Not only Still that. Top five running back. Yeah. 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 But he's 30 years old. Oh, I thought he was older than that. Okay, no, so he's about 30. Terrible. It ain't, it's not terrible. He's yeah. 30. Yeah. But now, to me, here's the thing. To me. If you go get Henry, then you might as well have kept Zeke and then just stay right here because Derrick Henry, I, he's he's big. He's good. Yeah. He's a giant. He's a giant. <laughs> but I have seen, at the end of the day, it's about your offensive line. Uh, yeah. Fundamentals. Fundamentals. And I have seen when the Titans' offensive line, they were missing some starters. That joker couldn't get two, three yards. They True. were shutting him down. Yeah, he didn't so have the best. He season. didn't, yeah. So his size wasn't mattering to nobody because they were like, dude, we, you know. And But then when they started getting healthy, he had a line or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So right. instead of getting him as a cowboy, I would have just kept Zeke if that was the case, right? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, that running back is only going to be as good as your line unless he's special. Right, like Saquon or something like that. Like Saquon and like Pollard. Pollard is special. Pollard, yeah. Pollard is quick. He's quick, man. He is. He, he, re, he can bounce. Yep. He will bounce it out. He can see that hole and he he's there. Right. You know, he's he's special, man. Like. So do you think he comes back? At the same status after this surgery he just had, because he broke his tibia, I think, at the end of the at year. The end, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that kid, he's a young kid. I think, I think so because I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. But now he sees his opportunity. You know, yeah, he's number one. Finally, you know, yep. finally. I mean, I don't, I don't know what took him so long because Zeke hasn't shown me shit in the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I get my fat ass out there. <laughs> <laughs> I get in the backfield. How he pulls his shirt up and his oh, gut comes out. That's what I'm saying, man. Why are you wearing damn close near a halter top playing football? Thank you. You have a six pack. He's an eccentric man. He's he's a little weird. He's out there. 
<laughs> Dude, I've been looking at he's playing. He got a nose ring hanging out. Yeah, he got the septum piercing. piercing. Yeah, he's just. I'm looking at know. him like. Dude, what, what, what's going on with you? Why are you having this half-cut shirt? I haven't seen that since the 70s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on, man. What's going on with you? <laughs> you know, you more into fashion and whatnot, but yeah, but uh, yeah. granted, he was a beast at one point in time. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, but I'm not going to cut him no slack. Dak has to tighten up. I still think Dak is in the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. Here's the thing. He's got skill, man. He can fucking play. He can play, man. But the thing is, he needs to play his game. Yeah. After he and I understand after he got hurt, his whole mentality of how he plays, and it could be the coaching staff. If you look at his rookie year when he first came in, they turned Dak loose. Play football. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. He was passing. When he had done, Dak would take Taking off. off. He's gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look at him now. They try to make him more of a pocket presence type right. passer. He's not a pocket passer. That's not his thing, man. Mm-hmm. His yeah. thing is on the move. Roll him out. Yes, yes. When he's on the move, he's dangerous. Yes, he is. Because you don't know if he's going to run. He ain't got the speed. Like, uh, uh, Well, uh, after that compound fracture he had, that would make me you know, reluctant to take off and run too. Yeah. I get it. I do. I get it. If you can figure out how to slide and not take hits, then by all means, run the ball. (laughs) Run the ball. But, dude, he just, you know, his whole game, his whole game changed. So when you, to me, when a quarterback changes his style of play, now your offensive line has to adjust to this. Right. Because they're not used to this. Right. I got to hold my blocks longer now. Yeah. Because you want to sit in the damn pocket. (laughs) True. At one point in time, you would roll out. Yep, yep. And then I could slide off and hit the next man. True. But then you asking me to stay in here instead of holding this block for maybe three seconds. Then you want me to hold it for four, five seconds. Yeah. Dude, I'm tired. You're impossible. <laughs> yeah. In this day and age. You're getting ridiculous back there. <laughs> you know, when we get in the huddle, we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to be like, look, Dak, um, I can hold this block for about three seconds. Yeah. So either run the damn ball or throw it out of bounds. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to block Miles trying, Garrett. Yeah. His angle. And, and I can't I'm not gonna give you four. <laughs> you you probably gonna end up with another compound fracture. <laughs> you keep fucking around back here. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He needs to tighten up, man. But um, yeah, come on. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it up with this. All right. What do you think? Or how, I feel like I always ask everybody this question. Who's a fan of a team in the NFC East, but how do you think those four slots pan out from first to last in that division this year? You know, I can go first if you'd like, but yeah, yeah. let me hear your take. on. <laughs> so I just gassed up Philly, you know, getting Derrick Henry and that defensive tackle. I think they can make another Super Bowl run. Jalen Hurts is really on top of the world right now. I know they didn't win the Super Bowl, but that call at the end, they should have got the ball back. That was a horseshit pass interference call that gave the Chiefs the opportunity to just run out of the clock. Um, so I could definitely see Philly number one. I think Daniel Jones is also the real deal. That is a hot take, I understand. He just got paid, but that guy can play, dude. And they have Saquon still. So I do think they're going to be able to score and put up points. And with that new head coach, I mean, overall, their defense is no slouch either. Then you have Dallas. 
I do think if Pollard can bounce back from this surgery, I think he'll be just fine in the running game. And then, yeah, I think Dak steps up. I think he has a good season overall. Um, luckily, you had that um, backup quarterback that saved y'all's season. Mm-hmm. He got you to the playoffs when he had that thumb injury or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good sign if something like that happens. And I'll be a realist. Commander's probably going to be in last. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> now... I, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, first and foremost, yeah, Eagles, by the way, that's that's Parrish's favorite team, right? Of course it is. Yeah. He goes up to Philly all the time. Oh, okay. So I got to hear about the Eagles all the time. Yeah. Now, if you look back at it, nobody really gave Hurts a shot, you know? Right. When he yeah. first started, even the fans was booing him. You know, everybody, yeah. he was under, he's an underrated player. Yes. But again, you have to, develop this guy mm-hmm. he has all the potential but if you don't develop him what you do cowboys oh we'll trade him you know what right, i mean yeah, but yeah. the eagles was like Mm-mm. he got potential we go develop him we're going to structure our offensive scheme towards exactly. his skills exactly yep. look at what you got look at that chess piece okay what can this chess piece do well hell we see all his potential and everything he can do Instead of trying to change him to play based on the offensive line, this and that and that. Right. We're going to change our plays, our game scheme, our blocking mm-hmm. to accommodate him, to make him better, to help him grow. Yep. And if we do that, shit, we 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 good. We got something. Dude, they have designed quarterback runs. He'll just take it up the middle, and he's the strongest quarterback in the league right now. He squats like 600 pounds. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So if you look at that, it goes back to what I say. You have a player. You have to develop the player. Mm-hmm. What's his weakness? What's his strength? But you have to build towards his strength. So when Hurts came in, yeah, he won't, you know, because – that offense was not structured for them. Right. But the coaches had sense enough to say, okay, we see what we got. We see what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So in off season, let's get our heads together. Let's figure out some mm-hmm. shit that's going to work for him to help us and the team elevate and do better. Mm-hmm. They come back. You're like, where this guy come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's been there. Right. You know? No. What you need as is, damn, they or say they done structured this thing around him now, mm-hmm. as they all should do. And I can, your team, the commanders, you've had great quarterbacks. Yeah. But for some reason, y'all will not structure your offense around those quarterbacks. Nope. For some reason. And if nope. you did that, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we should have invested in offensive linemen from day one to protect our chess piece, like you said, our, our king right in the middle. Yes. Um, we had it with RG3. Shanahan broke him like a toy. Oh, he just, man, he mangled that kid. Yep. Here's the thing. RG3, hell of a player. Mm-hmm. But you did not structure that offense around him. You yep. know what I mean? If they had built that offense around him, Yep. And kind of structured to his his style of play. Yep. 
Man, ain't no telling what would have happened. Yeah, no, same thing. He was a mobile quarterback. You could tell he was not comfortable in the pocket. Yeah. He's and not I do think that player. is the future of the NFL. You see it now with Patrick Mahomes. Um, not Russell Wilson last year, but in years past. These mobile quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, yeah. that is the future because these – Defensive linemen are so good now that you only have two seconds, three seconds. Yes. You've got to make a decision. The rule of thumb was three seconds. You don't really have that anymore because now they're combating that with, okay, you know what? This guy's getting too much time in the pocket, so now we have to readjust our defense linemen. You know what? We can't have this big guy who's going to get winded and tired and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to have a big guy that's in shape. That's quick, that's agile, that that's can laterally move. They can laterally move, they can swim. Because you get somebody like that, now you're going to cause the offensive line problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're not going to be able to hold it. So one or two things got to happen. Either the quarterback got to get the ball out of his hands within so many seconds by passing it, or he has to make that decision. I got to take off, roll I got to roll out. Yep, yep. That pocket stuff, the only quarterback that ever have that. Will be Brady, and that's because and they're Peyton not going to throw flat. And, and where Peyton Manning was legit, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you that. Yeah. Peyton Manning. Oh, now you're on a whole nother subject. That yeah. guy right there, I have nothing but respect for Peyton Manning because he's probably one of the best quarterbacks that played the game because he could mentally yeah. screw. With the defensive coordinators. You know what I mean? Yeah, right there. Live. Live. Yeah. yeah. He would come up to that line and he'd look at what they have. He was audible. Yes, he would. They were audible. He audible again. Yeah. Then they were audible. Yep. Or he fake an audible. He fake yeah. audible yeah. and run that clock down and then snap the ball. And he got them all just confused. And they would get so flustered. Yep. And yeah. I love watching that. Yeah, dude. And that's legit right there. You know what I mean? So cerebral, so calculated. So calculated. And the thing is, the reason he had time because of the audibles and the way he would shift the line when he would call audible for them to block, mm-hmm. he has audible so many times that he's actually taking the defense out of that game. Yeah, yeah. They're to just buy in, himself in more turmoil. Time. They're just so confused. So they're in turmoil. They're yeah. confused. So they're not putting that much pressure on them because now they know he can throw. So now everybody's kind of <laughs> falling back <laughs> to yep. coverage. Yep. And he got all day. He can run something under. I mean, the, the dude was a mastermind. Yeah, it was a thing of beauty. And thing prime. of beauty. Yep. Now, I know a lot of people say Tom Brady to go to whatever, but there's so much controversial games that he's had with the deflate ball, all that stuff, and mm-hmm. looking at uh, when they were looking at other teams' plays and all that stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And one thing about him, yes, the, that guy has a gun on him, right? Oh, yeah. But when you look at the protection he had, not only did he have the offensive line, but he had the refs too. True. Yes. So you're not going to hit this guy. Yeah. Because if you come in there and you hit him like you would any other quarterback. Yep. Oh, he's getting the first down because it's going to be rough in the pass automatically. You're right. Because if you don't throw the flag, he's going to look at you like, uh, you forgot to throw the flag? Yep. And then they'll be like, wait a minute. They throw in the flag. It's that. And I hated it. I know, man. It's that privilege. It's, it is. You're the face of the NFL. Yes. LeBron's the same way in the NBA. Yes. Yep. yep. They're different. He's a Laker. But now, <laughs> the thing is with that, now Brady has all day in the pocket because they so scared to throw a flag a holding mm. because they scared they got to answer the break. You know what I'm saying? 
So he's back there like this. Yep. He's calling Giselle. What's for dinner? You know what I'm saying? Well, not anymore, but yeah, back well, yeah, in the day. Anymore. Back in the back day, he was like, yeah. hey, what's for dinner? We going out tonight? <laughs> yeah. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me check. Yeah. Um. So, And the guys just like this. They just. Just eight seconds just, in the pocket. Oh, eight, yeah. 10, 20 seconds. <laughs> and they're like, unbelievable. The offensive line is so good. Hell, they holding about four or five guys. <laughs> Shit, they they're, damn not near ripping the, they're not calling it. They damn near ripping the jerseys <laughs> off the defensive players. You That's know? hilarious. These guys running, they come like this. The guy got the arm running, and he's like this. And then he's looking at the ref. The ref like, what? Yeah, I didn't see shit. I didn't see shit. <laughs> you know Tom playing, right? Yeah. I didn't see shit. If Tom Brady ain't calling, I'm not calling it. <laughs> you know? so, You're right. You're right. And I hate, That definitely happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for him to retire again and stay gone this time is good because – Swear to God, man, and I hate to say this, and I don't know if anybody else felt like this, but I always felt whenever we would have to face Tampa Bay, I always say we have to blow them out because if we don't in this close game, they're going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're going to win because great, the refs and everybody, they're going to make sure they're going to call True. some bulls. If you ever look at any close games with him or with Tampa or any games with Brady, if it's a close game, they're going to pull it out and they're going to win You're right. if it's close because they're going to get some type of bullshit call every time. It never fails. Yep. And I'm yep. so over it. So, Brady, hell of a player. I take my hat off to you. You got your rings. Go live your life. Yep. And yep. let football get back to football. Yeah. And let the refs get back to do what they're supposed it's to do. It's a new era. Yeah. Let yeah. them make the calls that they're supposed to make. That's right. Yep. <clears throat> but I agree. I know you want to wrap everything up, but to answer your question, I agree with you, Forrest, uh uh NF, NFC uh, East. Yep. NFC East. Yep. I agree with you there. Um Daniel Jones, he's a real deal. The kid is good. He's a baller. He's a baller, man. And yeah. they that new coach they got has turned the program around. Definitely. Because my nephew, he's a diehard Giants fan. Okay. And <clears throat> one point in time, I used to fear the Giants, but then it got to the point I was like, "What? Yeah, Should we played them a couple more times." You yeah, know? after Eli left, yes. they, they fell off. They a fell off. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Now Jan- Daniel Jones is slowly getting. He them is back. getting them back where they need to be because he's that no nonsense type of coach. Uh huh. And to turn a team around, you need a coach like that. No nonsense. Right. I don't have time to put up with your crap. I don't yep. care how much money you make. This is a football team. I'm the coach. This is what we're going to do. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. When you have a coach like that, players respect it. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to follow you. Now, okay, coach, yeah. They go drink the juice. Yes. Now they buying in. Yep, yep. When you get them to buy in, mm-hmm. you'll turn the program around. It's a good point. But you come in there. And you, uh, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you still have these players that uh, just think they're the shit or whatever. And you just can't yeah, control the rules don't apply to apply them. To them. Yep. And you allow that to happen. Yeah, you ain't going away. Yeah. And you'll probably get fired within a year or so. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I agree with you there. So, yeah. Um, Eagles, definitely. Eagles. Who you um, got? Second. Wild card. Man. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, and it hurt me to say the Eagles was going to be <laughs> up there, but <laughs> it's just true, man. They they yeah. they are that new dynasty in the East right now. Mm-hmm. And right now, I can honestly say it's a toss-up between the Cowboys and the Giants. I think so, too. It's a toss-up because yeah. if you look at it, we're both rebuilding. We've been rebuilding for years. Um, we would yeah, get I feel pieces. like you guys go two steps forward, one step back, two steps Every forward, time. one step back. Every time. Yeah. we, sh- You know why? Because we shoot ourselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. What we do, 
You know that movie, Man on Fire with Denzel Washington? Great movie. Yeah, yeah. Remember how he had that special bullet? Because yeah. in case he wanted to commit suicide. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we got one. <laughs> but we don't commit suicide. We use it to that damn foot. So we had that bullet sitting right here. <laughs> we'll take two steps forward. We're like, shit, we don't win two steps. Where that bullet? <laughs> Bow! About that time. <laughs> About that time, we shoot ourselves in the foot and just do something crazy. And, but as far as that second spot, it's, it's, it's a toss-up between those two. Now, I will be the first to admit, can't stand the commandos. Can't. Yep. It, it goes back to I the bar- I can barely distance. stand them. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, they always shoot themselves. They got two bullets. Oh, yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, Every, you know they, they're on suicide dude, watch <laughs> all the time. But y'all have a great team. Y'all just gotta, y'all have to gel. Mm-hmm. You know what? Nobody's drinking the juice. No, no. I mean, now that Dan Snyder is gone, uh, I think they're going to start drinking the, the juice. Turning point. It's the turning if point. It's not now. It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'm telling you now, it's the turning point. Because he's out of the picture, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't have so much focus on him, his thought, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, coach, you know what? Juice for everybody. <laughs> They're going to start drinking the juice. And it's going to be scary because you guys have the potential, but y'all have not embraced it yet. Yeah, I agree. Because nobody was on board. Mm-hmm. Because nobody really knew job security. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm here, blah, blah, blah. But it was so much frustration and then this and then that. You know, it's just too much turmoil going on yes. for y'all to elevate. And I like that because I didn't want you to elevate because if y'all ever got it together, <laughs> yeah. honest, and I'll, I'll be the first to say it. <laughs> if y'all ever get it together and your coach gets these guys to buy in and mm-hmm. drink the juice. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Eagles, Commandos. Ooh, yeah. Okay, okay. I- I'm telling you, man, because I I hope you're right. I'm, I don't know if it's gonna happen this season, but dude, the thing is, whenever we play y'all, I'm nervous because y'all show your potential when y'all play us. Like it's no tomorrow. When y'all play good caliber teams, y'all play your yeah. ass off. Our defense is top. Your nine. defense is good. Yeah. yeah. I, I I am so scared to death of your defense. Yep. yep. What was hurting y'all this past season is your offense, right? Yeah. Now here's the thing, your quarterback. Wentz. <coughs> Wentz. <laughs> Everybody says that. But if you go back and look at his credentials when he was with the oh, Eagles. Oh, sure. Yeah. Wentz is a good quarterback, man. But again. You have to design that offense for Wentz. Now, you bring Wentz in, and you can check it. What they do, okay, he's going to have to learn this new offense. Mm-hmm. That's not his style. Yeah, I'm not sure what his style is anymore. He knows his style, <laughs> but if he, if he can explain it to them and they buy in, yeah. but they don't want to do that because they got something that they're you know, trying to do. But that's the thing, man. Wentz is – here's the thing. When he played with the Eagles, man, yes, he heads up there, but – if you look at his stats, Wentz was actually a good quarterback, you know? He was before <clears throat> those injuries. I think he hurt his back, and then he fucked up his knee. Mm. And then he's never been the same after he's that. He's never been the he same, but... horrible at Indianapolis, horrible with us. And I... Nick Foles, there's a fucking statue of him outside Philly. You know how he <laughs> Carson Wentz probably feels about that. <laughs> Here's the thing. Before Nick Foles did his thing, 
Carson Wentz had a great run. He yeah, took he, him there. He did. He, he did. took him. He took him there. I believe he made it to the Super Bowl. He took him there. But yeah. here's the thing. Then when he kept getting hurt, Foles would step in. You mm-hmm. know, Foles knew his role. He never wanted to be a starter. He actually wanted to stay in Philly. Seriously. Mm. They were like, nah. He told mm-hmm. them. I don't mind coming be, off the bench. Being the backup. I want to be the backup because that's his thing. That's mm-hmm. what he's good at. Yeah, he is. Yeah, undeniable. He, he never wanted to leave Philly. Philly left him. The team, seriously, they got rid of him. Mm-hmm. So he ended up getting the starting position. And he knew he's not a starting type quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he's had that role before. Right. That's not his thing. Right. His thing is coming in off the bench. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Like a relief pitcher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's his thing. Yep. And that's what he excels at. Mm-hmm. Now, along the way, if he gets thrust into the starting position because that quarterback goes down, he's good with that because he knows he's coming, you know. But to start off as a starter, mm-hmm. knowing that you are the king as the chess piece, yep, I think that's the pressure that he really... It, different mentality. It's a different mentality. Yeah. Because yeah. now he's looking at all, all eyes on me. I got you know. Right. But when you're coming off the bench... He's like, shit, I'm going to go out here and ball because I'm coming off the bench. I'm not the true starter. Yeah, yeah. But watch what I can do. You know, he plays different. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just like right. I go back to the NBA. Right. Same thing. So he he plays different, and and he's the first to tell you that he much more enjoyed coming off that daggone bench. Mm-hmm. And he told them when they got rid of him, he told them that joker would cut his face. He said, I, I'll, I'll stay here. Yeah. He said, I don't mind being backup. Right. But they wanted to get some younger me, and you know how it is. And I understand it, but yep. I ain't going to lie to you. I probably would have held on to him. I would have too. Yep. But Keep him as that backup quarterback. It is what it is. It yep. is what it is. Hell yeah. All right. So, man, I think that's uh, that's the longest podcast I've done yet. Really? Yep. Well, I ain't mean to go that long. No, we're good, man. Yeah, I think we're like two and a half hours. Well, I ain't mean to um, go that long. You know how I do? I get the rambling. And no, it. no, I, w- I wouldn't want to share it with anyone else, man. Yep. I appreciate it. I know man. it's always gold anytime we get together. I know yeah. I love getting together with you, man. Hell it yeah. took some time. We had some things. I know. I this should have happened a while ago, but. Yeah, yeah. Some things. <laughs> this was supposed to happen during March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and that was crazy, March Madness. Yeah. Yep. I was um, so livid at my team, UVA. Oh, like, dude. God. But they lost we, on the first day. First day, man. I was, <laughs> dude, I was ready to go to UVA and wait for the for the uh, bus to come pulling up and literally <laughs> put the smack down on every player that came off that bus. I bet. Even I, the ones that didn't even get in <laughs> just because you went in the jersey. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> man. Oh, but yeah, but it was a pleasure, man. And yeah, man. Thank you for doing this. we can this. do it again, man. When the oh. season kickoff, we definitely got to get into it. Sure. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yes. No, yeah. that'd be great. And then um, I've got a third mic, so if your son wants to come oh, on, too. yeah, dude, let me tell you. Um, yeah. that he said kid, he's a real fanatic about it. Man, he's sitting there talking about stuff. He's telling me, here's the difference with he and I. I glance over everybody else. Team yeah. or whatever. I just glance. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. If you ain't a big name, I don't know nothing about you. Yeah, no. yeah. I feel you. Now you talk about the teams that I truly like. My team, mm-hmm. Cowboys, Dodgers, Lakers. Yeah, we can talk. Yeah. He he's a everybody. oh dude. He he's a Chargers fan. He's a Dodgers fan. Yeah. And uh he's a Lakers fan. Okay. Yep. 
So, saying all his teams, I guess, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but he can talk about any team. Yeah, he can tell you about a player, and you'd be like, "Who?" I'm trying to get to that status, dude. It, it, it takes it a amazes, lot of research. Yes, yeah, but yeah. it amazes me, man. But here's the crazy thing, and I don't mean to take up too much of your time, but the crazy thing about him, what I am, what he picked up from me growing up as a kid, um, he used to save me a lot, like when he and uh, his mother and myself when we got divorced, but it, it was cordial and everything, and actually we great friends till this day, mm. but. You know, he would catch the bus from my house, come to my house or whatever. And she actually ended up, uh, um, I stayed at the original house and she ended up moving right around the corner from me. So Mm -hmm. we were still close contact. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the boys kind of want to be around the dad, some, you know, whatever. So they used to hang with me all the time. Video games and stuff. There you go. Well, I got in the habit of starting to watch the news on the regular Mm -hmm. to keep up with current events. Sure. You know, and the reason I did that is because when I was in the army, I was about to be thrusted into a war that I didn't even know was about to happen because I never kept it with carrying events. And the only way I knew it is because my first sergeant called a meeting one Saturday morning when I was coming out of the club at six o'clock in Germany. Because that's when the club's closed. Birds chirping, sun out, and I'm drunk. And I'm telling the cab, take me back to Mayhem. And I'm in the back like this. Yeah. So when I get there, as soon as I walk in the barracks, the CQ is like, hey, Sergeant, <clears throat> matter of fact, the uh, my first sergeant was the first cousin of Emmett Smith. Oh, wow. Look at yeah. that. Nothing That's like, neat. nothing like. This joker was hardcore. He was an ex-Green Beret, mean as hell. But um, I bet. <laughs> they said he's having a meeting. I said, dude, you're crazy. We closed on Saturdays. He was like, no. Nah. He said it's an emergency meeting. Mm. So I get over there, hungover. I'm laying on the couch, passed out. <laughs> so everybody else sitting up. I'm yes. the only one laid out like this. Reeking alcohol. Yeah. He comes up and kicks my foot. Boom. Uh, Go ahead and sit up. So I said, Sergeant Griffin, what, man? So I sit up. He's like, does anybody? And he always talk when he get mad. He grit his teeth. He said, does anybody know what's going on? Dude, In my mind, I'm like, yeah, I got a hangover. Yeah. Trying to get rest. Head aching. And you fucking bother me. That's yeah. what's going on. Right, on a Saturday yeah. at that. Uh, what do you want? Yeah. That joker said. We about to go to war and y'all don't even know it. When he said mm. war, yeah, every ounce of liquor that I drank the previous night yeah. just left my body. Not bad. Like yeah. a spirit leaving the dead. <laughs> it just floated right out of me. I sobered up like a champ. I was like, say again? Yeah. I right? even got proper. I said, say again? <laughs> he said, <laughs> we about to go to war. <laughs> he said, y'all don't watch the news, the Karen event, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right. I right. said, no. So, and I was about to be thrusted into that. So, from that day on, I started watching the news. Mm-hmm. And I started, you know, watching ESPN and stuff. I just got into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Chase, as a young kid, right five, there with six you. years old, he's sitting right there with me. I got you. But he took it to another level. Mm-hmm. So, now, you know what he does a lot? Of, if he's not with his, his girlfriend or something like that, he'll be playing a video game. But if you go to his room and it's quiet... That Joker is like this with his phone. Yeah. And he's watching. Watching highlights. Highlights. He's watching ESPN on his phone, and he's watching CNN. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and he's just laying there for hours. <laughs> just taking it all in. Yeah, and the last thing <laughs> like I'm going to say, it's funny, and I'm going to say this, and I don't, I hate to <laughs> I hate to put this out there, but it's funny, though. Like I told you, you always give the older ones advice, right? Yeah. 
So he kind of hooked Parrish up with a young lady he knew, right? And mind you, Parrish is 26. Mm-hmm. Chase is 21. Okay. So he said, hey, Parrish, you know, it's this girl. You know, I know her, blah, blah, blah. She's good to go. You know, she's 20-something years old. Yeah. <laughs> so Parrish is talking. So Chase calls me. He said, Dad. He said, look, Parrish just got to brush up on his uh, his uh, communication skills. He said, first and foremost, he needs to start watching the news so he can keep up with the current events. So when he talks to these women, he'll have something to talk about with substance. Right. Yep. Yep. Some ammunition. Yes. Mm-hmm. He said, because Parrish, his skill, he ain't there yet. He said, <laughs> I keep trying to tell him, you need to watch news. You need to do this. this. Yeah, and I'm, listening I'm pretty to bad about that, too. I don't pay attention. To Man, I'm telling you, it, it, it's a conversation starter, you know. It but, is. It is. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, but yeah, that's he he's more in depth. Yeah, that'd be great, man. He would love it because that, yeah, that'd be awesome. That joker, you could ask him anything, and, and this is the crazy thing. You'd be like, you know what? Yeah, uh, what's that player name back in the 70s? So and so that did. Wow, oh, yeah. that's so and so. I got a friend like that a, too. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, like, and I'm looking at him like, dude. How do you and this know? is when yeah. this is when he couldn't even learn his math <laughs> in the fifth grade, but he knew all this stuff. And I was like, why don't you apply? then into your education like you do in this but yep. yeah but yeah that's the famous so, statement from a father to a son absolutely but yeah thanks man thanks for having me and uh we'll yes, do it again man we will we will all right guys thanks for um watching again you're watching the incompetent sports report please like share subscribe tell a friend if you enjoyed the episode and we will catch you next time absolutely oh yeah